Dieter is here. Yo! Yo! And you're with us as well. 866-YO-ROVER is the number. 866-967-6837. That's how you can reach the show. Give us a call at that number. You can text us at that number that comes into the studio in real time. You can tweet us. Just put at Rover Radio somewhere in your tweets. That also comes into the studio in real time. But the best way, give us a call. 866 866- 967 I'll get into uh, the email here in just a moment. Now, I can see everyone in the studio, but everyone cannot see me in the studio. I think my camera actually crapped out. Like, everything else is working, except the camera just will not turn on. It just is, I don't know what happened to this thing. It's always something, isn't it? Yes. So... My God, uh, I guess today I'll be camera shopping. Uh, so that sounds like fun. Um, Jeffrey is in the main studio today. Good morning, Jeffrey. What's happening? I don't know. You tell me. How are you? Just, I don't know. Just, hey, good morning to everybody in Northeast Ohio and our fans all across the uh, great United States of America. And... It's, uh, what do you call it? It's manic money. What do you, what do you think I can tell? What do you think? What's all I, what's, what else is to say? Huh? Okay. Manic right. money, dude. No, don't remember the Bengals song from 1986? No. Don't remember. Oh, wow. It. Sorry, can't. Don't recall. Yeah. And you were born about five years after I was, Rover. You would know that. You were about 11 in 1986, if I remember, if I recall correctly. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You had to go it's there, the didn't one you? Thing the one thing he could do math is to figure out how old I was in a yeah. particular year. I mean, he forgets his own kid's birthdays, but me, he's got it down. He knows exactly how old I was when Manic Monday was released, okay? All right. <laughs> um, That's very funny, actually. <laughs> if it is. Yeah. You know why, Jeffrey? Why? Because you're wrong. No. Just wondering if, if you ever want to say it. Oh, yeah, it's my daughter's birthday today, oh, too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. Happy birthday. Oh, wow. It was right on the tip of your tongue. Top of mind, right? Yeah. We were talking about birthdays. I mean. You couldn't wait to tell us it was your daughter's birthday. Well, I don't know if I wanted to say that, but you wanted, you wanted, but Charlie got it out of me. I don't know how the hell he does it. I think oh, yeah, he dragged it out of you. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, just, yeah. I, asked, I asked what today was, just if there's anything about today. How old is she? 22. Wow. My little diva. Yeah. All right. 22 years old. That's incredible. All right. Well, happy birthday, Val Ray. Any plans for to, you know, for today for her? You gonna take her out? Oh, uh, I'm gonna take her out. I'm gonna take her out next weekend because I'll have I'll have a lot of, I'll have enough money to do that. So I won't get paid till oh, tomorrow. Oh. So So wait a second. So it's her birthday weekend this weekend. But you didn't have any money to do anything. Yeah, so you, I have bills to pay, dude. You I got probably, expenses to pay. You probably just laid low. You didn't go out this weekend, I'm sure, right? No, I hung out with Crystal on Saturday night. Oh, 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 oh really? Oh, Are you guys buying so gifts you... for your daughter? <laughs> well, you like I said, the one thing that yeah, right now, the thing my daughter wants, I don't have enough money for. Oh, skull oh, candy gotta, uh, headphones? <laughs> yeah. What is it? What does she want? No, she wants a new laptop. Ooh. Oh, yeah, so. Oh. Yeah, the, the, one that, the one that she has kind of crapped out on her. Mm. Doesn't want to oh, power so she, up. She doesn't have one at all. No, she uses her phone majority of the time. So, but the, the when she tried to use it for like more 
elaborate anime, anime stuff that she likes to do. It just the thing just crapped out. It wouldn't even power up. I've tried it. I don't know how many times, and uh, it just went. Oh, so this, is, this happened uh, how long ago? Uh, a couple months back, and I told her, well, because the uh, the one that she's got doesn't support the latest Windows software. That's another thing. Hmm. All right. Well. Uh, it's uh, probably good timing then. Tax refund coming. I mean, this will be. Oh yeah, this will be great. You can put all of that to a brand new laptop for Valray for her twenty second birthday. They had it in a better place to live too. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. Um, let's see here. Sam writes from over. I just wanted to say I was finally swayed by one of Dieter's brilliant and thoroughly researched news reports. In fact, I now see that. Uh, only he and Tucker Carlson were smart enough to get to the bottom of the January 6th peaceful sightseeing event. The breaking of the windows and the beating of the officers was definitely Democratic-funded CGI effects. Uh, and so uh, and he goes on and on. Let's see here. The new perspective of the January 6th defendants has led me to a new understanding of the Chris Watts case. That's the guy who allegedly killed his wife and kids and disposed of them in oil tanks. I did some Dieter-style research and found some video footage that he, that the lamestream media wants us all to forget. Did you know there's video of Watts after the murders where he's at his home being questioned by the police and he's very calm and cordial with everyone? He didn't try to attack the cop or anyone else. Also, I hear there's a cell phone video of him with his family the day before he killed him. He looked like a nice and attentive dad. So, uh, Dieter, uh, he's he's now a researcher like you, and he's determined Chris Watts completely innocent and is now calling for him to be released from prison, much like the, um, the QAnon shaman who uh, they cherry-picked a couple of... A minute of video of that guy walking around, not doing anything bad. Somehow he, somehow they had enough to convict them and send them to prison for four years. But I'm sure it's all a scam. Well, his defense lawyers never saw that footage. So did they see any of the other footage where he was doing crazy stuff? I, that I don't know. Right, so oh, they didn't see that. Oh. That wasn't released to them. So that's I mean, is that full disclosure? They should throw that case out. Start over. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Um, here's a guy that says, Charlie is a dork. Uh. He should stop bashing cops because he doesn't have the balls to do what they do. Charlie, you, you ballless little dork, you. What did I do? You Bash don't like, you, you, you what don't did like I say the that? cops. Oh, right. Every day. Cops. No, you guys yeah. say I don't like the cops. That's something you guys. Oh, say. now you love them. <laughs> I've always been pro police. Who liquor? Who lives matter? Uh, let's see. Taylor writes: the people against the drag queen story hour are the same people who are all for the new law in West Virginia that eliminated the age restriction for marriage, meaning predators get more protection than children. All right, hold on. I'm going to have to think about this. The oh, in West Virginia, they just passed a law where you can um, marry children. Oh, no, they, no, 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 no. No, they didn't yeah, remove they, the law. Yeah, they, they, they that's been the law there. Yeah, You're able to marry children. They didn't remove um, that law. They had the chance to, and uh, the Republicans all voted. No, it's part of the West Virginia culture. Hmm. And, uh, well, this the, person Democrats says... Democrats are groomers, though. Okay. <laughs> this person says that... Uh, 
Uh, yeah, I guess uh, that's exactly what she's saying, I suppose. Stevie writes, the whole betting on WWE thing screams controversy. The fact that the WWE themselves want to push for it gives me the idea that internal WWE members want to have a sure win to make money for themselves. On top of that, there are sites that haven't been that have been leaking spoilers for every episode and pay-per-view for years. Whether the day before or a few hours prior, the info will make its way to the internet like it always does and people will take advantage of it and I don't blame them if it is legal. Yeah, I don't see that happening. They somehow have petitioned the state governments or state uh, or gambling boards. They want to allow people to bet on WWE matches. The problem is they're completely fixed and phony. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, and and um, it makes you wonder who would be betting on that. It's it's I don't know. I don't think that's going to happen, but we'll see. Gianna says, I'm a big horror slash thriller movie fan. Have any of you seen X or Pearl? Dieter, you're a big movie guy. Have you seen any of the either one of those? X they I, came out last year. Yeah, I brought up X before. It's kind of, they were doing like a porno shoot <laughs> at this at this guy's property, and he, he comes home. He's like an older man. He gets very upset because he thought they were going to use it to actually shoot like a regular movie. And there's some, yeah, that's a good movie. Um, one is a prequel to the other, it says. I don't know which is which, but... I haven't seen that pearl, the pearl necklace one. Tons of areola and sex and blood right up Dieter's alley, it says. Yeah, X is good. Any nudity? Uh, there is actually a lot. A lot right. of it. And I think, Rover, that's the movie, you know that show you like, what's it called, Wednesday? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the main character... She's in that X movie. I think oh, she yeah. was the same actress. Yeah, she, I think she has some sex scenes. Oh, really? A little bit of bush, huh? Yeah, well, I think so. <laughs> Maybe a lot. <laughs> okay. Um, they showed see. just a little bit of bush. Oh, wow. Okay. Jeez, Jeffrey, you don't have to get so excited. Damn. No, it's just a soundbite that Charlie played. Oh, it so. was? Oh, yeah. I thought that was you live. No. Daryl writes, you're over Charlie talking about filling out paperwork for buying guns. Did he fill out the part that asks, are you under any mental health care or consuming any prescribed mental altering drugs prescribed by a mental health professional? If he checked, no, that he's violating <laughs> the weapons under disability law. You, you know, those now. gun keep laws that he supports so much. I'll keep saying, I never filled out any paperwork. I don't know what you guys are talking about. So how'd you get the guns? I acquired them. Uh-huh. So uh, so he, one of these loopholes that he doesn't like. Oh, yeah. Well, he, I'm going to use it all I can. going through a yeah. loophole. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's very easy to get a gun. Uh, so if seems... the loophole works for Charlie, he likes the loophole. If if it, if it he doesn't he use a loophole, this. he hates the loophole. Ah, okay. Isn't that illegal? No, it's not. That's how crazy it is. You just go get a gun. There's no paperwork. You don't have to have, like, a background check? Nope. Nothing? Nope. 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 People I did think a whole background check when I had You my did. Gun. Maybe you got your gun from some place that does those, but... From I a didn't. licensed firearm. Yeah. Dealer. I didn't. And you could just get them. And so I what guns. if I go into, like, a Dick's Sporting Goods and they want to buy a gun? Yeah, it's a licensed firearms. They probably so do it. Yeah. Not a private party sale. Yeah. 
Charlie's a loophole guy. He's a loophole lover now. Okay. So if no, you... No, no, Rover, I'm just doing what the law is that you, that you support. What's the so law? So what you don't support... Do you support that? Where, where, where's your stance that you're trying You'll to never it? know. You'll yeah. never know. I just know that wrong. whatever it is that you, you do, do, it's wrong and you're a hypocrite. <laughs> okay, it. there so, you go. I got, do you like that or not? That you don't need to fill out paperwork yeah. or get I don't a background think it's, check? I don't think it's, uh, I don't think see, it's good at all. No, I and I've never, I've never because, done that. Why not? Uh, it's available. I go to a licensed firearm dealer. But well, you, here's my question. What, what if, Charlie, your gun gets stolen and winds up being used by the thief in a criminal offense and it's truck, and it, they manage to trace it back to you as the original owner? What if they did that to anybody? Right, it's, that's well, I'm just anyone. saying, what would you do in that situation? Well, I don't know any firemen, so I wouldn't know what to yeah, do. Mine's not even tied to me, so I don't, no, wouldn't come back know, to yeah. me. Yeah, tough, tough books. Uh, so to answer your see. question, but nothing? <laughs> Loophole lover. Randy writes, Rover, I love the show. Wait, I was having a horrible day until I saw this license plate and couldn't stop laughing so much I had to pull off the road. I love Snitzer. He's my favorite member of the show. And thanks for helping me cheer cheer me up on a bad day. Well, there it is. I, You know, uh, it's another jism plate, JZM, <laughs> it starts with. Well, I don't think that's Snitzer's car, but... No. Um, you know, it's part of his jism uh, spreading across the uh, across the area. Mm-hmm. The jism plates. <laughs> um, Slippery out there. <laughs> That's not snow and ice. <laughs> James writes, for over a while back, you were talking about the name of the show and what Morning Glory meant. I googled it out of curiosity and read other suggestions for Morning Glory. One term had me laughing and wondering, have you ever considered calling the show Rover's Breakfast Boner? Uh, with a name like that, Dushi would probably leave the show since she obviously hates being around yes. anyone with uh, an erection. Boners. Uh, now, that's, that, that one didn't, uh, didn't cross my mind, uh, but perhaps we could have Taint Smasher change all of our production and could file a trademark for it. Why not? Uh, by the way, who has to Google Morning Glory? Isn't I didn't that know. like a well-known? Yeah, but you're dumb. We know no. that. You you don't know most things, but a, an average person knows no. that, don't they? I, no. I think so. I don't. I didn't know it. Thank you. You didn't know? Yeah, I'm not no. familiar with that term until you. So yeah. Uh, really? So, apology any moment, please. Mm. Please All apologize right, well. to me. Your stupidness is rubbing off on them, I think. <laughs> Screw you. No, I think it's good that it's not so just breakfast boner because uh, it's... <laughs> Two in your, your face. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> sorry. It was either Rover's Morning Glory or Rover's Huge Erect Schlong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, exactly. I, I don't know. Uh, let's see. Uh, Lanny writes, I've been a listener for almost 19 years. I've never written in before, but I need to say this. I'm catching up on Aftermath episodes since I'm caught up with podcasts from the main show. I'm listening to the show from March 8th, 2023. The discussion is about Jeffrey lying about his taxes. He filed them last Thursday. Does that mean March 2nd you filed them, she wants to know? Um, I think March 3rd. Okay. 2nd or 3rd. Well, 
Lanny says, my husband and I filed ours March 6th, and it got deposited into our account on March 10th. I know the IRS always gives a 21-day estimate, but if he filed around the time we did, he probably has gotten them. He said they're due at the end of the month, but he won't bring them up again until you do. I guarantee you he has already gotten his tax refund. So, Jeffrey, mm -hmm. the question is... Did you get your tax refund? No, it's still pending. It's still pending. pending. When did you pending last look? Processing, however the hell you want to put it. When did you last look? Uh, over the weekend. What's the holdup? It's the IRS. That I mean, like I said, it's still processing. What part? Don't you? What part? What part in your reptilian brain can, cannot process that statement? I thought maybe you did the paperwork wrong or something. They rejected your tax refund. Oh. Because she get, she did it after you, and she already got her money. Right. Well, I'm, I don't know how, okay, well, I'm just I'm just saying what I get from from my, my tax prep people. So, Michelle writes. Doogie mentioned that she can't wipe with her right hand. This ad popped up on my Facebook feed. Maybe she should order it. And here it is. It's a special uh, <laughs> uh, wand. It's a stick, basically. It's like a selfie stick for your toilet paper, and Ugh. you can wipe your ass with a selfie <laughs> stick. Now, what do you think there, douche? Oh, Is this like something it. you would you would uh order i mean that that at the, the time you order this that just means she is single for the rest of her life right you can never get laid after that yeah i i like that i think i'll pass but i do like that for down the road and yeah, where do you even put it do you hang it up on a nail next to your toilet or on the floor what do you do with it pretty little stand yeah Here's uh, someone who says, I was listening to the Friday leftovers. We were talking about police chases. I work for a bigger city. We chase people almost every day. There are times where we have two to three chases a shift. It's usually not on the news because they don't have helicopters up all the time like they do in California. So California, we were talking about it on the Friday leftovers. They've just made an entire industry out of these police chases and they, uh, they love them. And they have very sophisticated technology on the helicopters. And uh, uh, people there, I mean, it's, it's like a pastime. Uh, they break into the into live programming, every channel there. So if it's 3 o'clock in the afternoon, they're just going, you know, they'll do an hour and a half. They'll break into the Young and the Red, whatever the hell they is playing during the day. I don't know what, what place. And they will broadcast the police chase live. If it's in the news, let's say that they're doing a high-speed police chase and the news comes on at 11 o'clock, well, they don't play the news. They play the high-speed police chase until the police chase is over. Then they start the news. That's how dedicated they are to police chases in Los Angeles. It's a ratings winner for them. Uh, let's see. Jamie says... Here is a picture of Rover at the basketball game. And uh, yes, took a screen grab. There's B2 and me at the Cavaliers Heat game. And when was this? Uh, Friday night, we went to the fun. basketball game. It was uh, fun. We, uh, uh, there's another, uh, there's another one. And did you, French did you look on the pants, right? Rover? Are those sweatpants? No, no. People no, they're not saying they were French cuffed. Oh, God. They're not French cuffed, no. Dude. 
No, they have doing? little like uh, elastic bands oh. there at the bottom or oh, something. Are they sweatpants? What material? Are they joggers? No, Air they're like uh, no, no, they're like uh, I don't know what they're made out of or whatever. I don't know. They're uh, jeans like denim. No, they're not denim. They're 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 cotton or something. They're cotton oh. pants. They're, so they're cream colored. Why? No, no, they're not sweatpants. They're more uh, they're casual. Uh, they're casual dressier pants. I don't know how you explain them. Yeah, they, I'm gonna start wearing those things every day. Why? Why not wear a pair of jeans? I mean, what are you doing? You're not Don Johnson. <laughs> oh well, if you looked all the way to the right there. I fit right in there. There's Floyd Money Mayweather in the li- oh, in the lime green there. Oh, oh, oh wow! Jeez. Look at the diamonds on his neck. <gasps> yeah, I felt a little underdressed there. You know? I mean, this guy's wearing ripped jeans with three million dollars of jewels on. Whoa! Neck, I didn't whatever. even see that. I was too busy looking at your sweatpants. Oh, okay. The joggers are in style right now. All right, yeah. yes, younger fellas. Oh, okay. She's trying to be trendy like midlife crisis. Yeah. That's right. That's exactly yeah, but she what looks is. like she's in what, like a skirt, like a cute dress, and I mean, you're wearing she was in a joggers? dress, but she probably has a jacket on. She's cold all the time, so she was oh, probably Robert. wearing a jacket. So cream pants and white sneakers. That's that's right. Yes, I'm more uh, like the intense look on both of their faces. Yeah, Robert's very mad at that guy. Yeah. I was gonna, you know, jump out. This guy probably just, you know, drained a three point shot, and uh, I I was gonna run out on the court and tackle the guy, you know. Um, Did you talk to Mayweather? No, we talked to... uh, My wife didn't want to talk to him because he's a woman beater. So, you know, she won't go to UFC because of Dana White. Doesn't want to talk to uh, Floyd Money Mayweather because he's a woman beater. But I did come out. I went to the bathroom. We were uh, uh, getting ready to go out before... Like, uh, uh, when the game was starting, we're getting ready to go to our seat. And I'm like, let me take a whiz before we go out there because we've been drinking for like an hour beforehand. And uh, I come out and I see uh, the 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 money team surrounding B2, and it's all these guys with their. I mean, this guy Floyd Mayweather travels. It's not even. I'm not even kidding you. He has a posse of thirty to forty people, and B two is in the middle of them, like uh, surrounded, like uh, like she's getting ready to participate in a gangbang or something. And I immediately had to run out there and go, "I got to put a stop to this." But uh, was she just swept up in it, or were they like talking to her, trying to get? Oh her? no, no, no! They were talking to her. Okay, they they uh, they were very very interested in uh, you know the any. Any uh, any particular uh, woman, if a woman is alone there, they want to sweep her up. And it was like, Charlie, do you remember when we were in Italy and we we were uh, we had a couple of chicks with us in Italy and uh, that we had met? Oh, yeah. We, if you go, were, we went out to a club and uh, if you were ch- dancing good enough, those other <laughs> Italian guys would just dance your girl right away. Just <laughs> box you out. Yeah, I mean, they would basically away. surround the girl. Surround yeah, yeah, the girl they would dancing. surround the girl, and then they and then somehow you're just left dancing by yourself, and the girl's now gone. Yep. Dancing and, with an uh, Italian guy. Yep, I, I was I was having like PTSD flashbacks. I was getting boxed out by Floyd Mayweather's posse, and I thought B two was just going to be swept away. What did they say uh, to her? Yeah, how'd you interact with uh, <laughs> with them? Excuse me. Uh, I grab her by the arm and. Oh. I'm wearing my joggers. I had to push my way in. That's and right. ran away. Throwing some bows. Nice. <laughs> I blinded them with my cream pants and 
white ankles. I never, they, uh, I never thought they, I'd... They immediately cleared a path and got out of the way. <laughs> I never thought I'd say this, but I wish you had your zipper pants on instead of your cream pants. I don't like well, the cream what, pants. So we could have like a Michael Jackson, uh-huh. like a uh, face off. off or something, yeah. and tie dance our off. wrists together. Moonwalker out of there. <laughs> uh-huh. oh. he, he, you know, we were trying to figure this out, uh... So she was talking to those guys for a little bit, and then uh, she was talking. But this was before we even softly aired it. Oh, this is video footage of the game versus the money team. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) This video is straight off TMZ. Uh, Floyd Mayweather's posse chases radio guy. It was Jake Paul on Wednesday, <laughs> Rover on Friday. Oh, I smell teeth smasher. <laughs> um, oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he has, I'm not kidding you, he must have 30 or 40 guys that he oh. is putting up and buying seats and that, like, they're not seated. They're, he only had one guy sitting next to him, and the rest of his crew was like three rows back or over across or whatever. I mean, it's I don't know what this cost him to to uh, to go to this game to have thirty or forty people out at this thing. But uh, I mean, I guess money is no object. So he, uh, what does he care? I Who, guess. Who's the guy next to B two? The Trover. No, the other guy in the oh. guy in the pink oh. shirt. Oh, oh, uh. Did you talk to him? Or who and who's the guy next to you with the hat? I don't know. I don't know either one. The guy of clapping them. when nobody else is clapping? That guy in yeah. the pink shirt? Yeah. Yeah. What's he clapping at? <clears throat> I actually I don't know, but it was I was a little self conscious because I'm like, I'm not a huge basketball fan, so like I don't you know. I'm, to me, I don't care one way or the other who wins or whatever. So you have to like, but I, I had to fake it every now and then with some claps, you know, like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, I had a little defense sign. You just, it's not in that picture there. Uh, B2 had the D and I had the fence. <laughs> All right. I've got to take a break. 866-YO-ROVER is the number. We'll be right back. Hang on. Has 12 balls, two boobs, and a bad attitude? The hideous monster that is Rover's Morning Glory. There's a video I want to play in just a moment. It's a college baseball game. People always complain about umpires and referees and stuff. This is the this is probably the worst call I've ever seen in my entire life. I mean, just unbelievable. And anyone who says that they shouldn't go to robotic pitch calling, balls and strikes, you need to see this clip because... This umpire just gets, I believe, just gets pissed off at the batter. And it's like, you know what? Screw you, kid. And just uh, just makes the worst call. You'll see it in just a moment. 
But speaking of sports, Dieter, you had uh, talked about Michael Irvin. You remember he was down uh, in Arizona for the Super Bowl and he was there for coverage. I think he was working for NFL Network. And they said uh, they, uh, he, they took him off the coverage. Do you remember this? Yes. Because he supposedly uh, sexually harassed someone. But you said that, uh, you know, you didn't believe that he had done anything wrong. And I don't know. Who knows? Maybe he did. Maybe he didn't. I wasn't there. But he immediately after uh, the hotel kicked him out, the hotel said, you've got to leave. You have to find a new hotel. And they... Um, they somehow ratted him out to NFL Network, who took him off the uh, off the broadcast, and immediately. Then, I mean, yes. that's what's immediately. Yes, uh, there was no investigation, best I could tell, or maybe a cursory investigation. You would hope that NFL Network would do some sort of investigation before they just take a guy off the air due to a random claim. Uh, well, there's a little more information that's come out about this because Michael Irvin immediately goes, I didn't do anything wrong. This is completely bogus. And in fact, he uh, he then turned around and I believe he is suing Marriott seeking $100 million in damages. So Michael Irvin is. He's the one suing. Whoa. And Marriott says, oh, well, you know, that's a little bit interesting because good luck, pal. Here's what he uh, here's what he did according to Marriott in a court filing. It says Irvin arrived at the hotel on February fifth, twenty twenty three. That evening, he returned to the hotel after dinner and drinks and appeared to be visibly intoxicated at the hotel bar called the Dust Cutter. Later in the evening, near the end of her shift, the victim walked from the back of the house toward the dust cutter in the course of her normal duties. As the victim entered the dust cutter, Irvin flagged her down and the two stepped into the hotel lobby. Irvin shook her hand, asked if she worked there and what she did there. The victim confirmed that she worked there and asked if she could help Irvin with anything. Irvin then stated that she was attractive and reached out to shake her hand asked her name, and introduced himself as Michael. Irvin then asked whether she watched football, to which the victim responded that she did not, and Irvin told her she should look him up on the Internet sometime. Irvin also reached out and touched the victim's arm during this conversation without her consent, causing her to step back, uh, being visibly uncomfortable. Okay, so, so far, you know... Big deal, right? Yeah. Uh, not, nothing. Uh, then it skips to uh, uh, Irvin then asked the victim whether she knew anything about having a big black man inside of her. Oh. Taken aback by Irvin's comments, the victim responded that his comments were inappropriate and she did not wish to discuss it further. Irvin then attempted to grab the victim's hand again and said, quote, he was sorry if he brought up bad memories for her. The victim pulled her hand away and tried to back away from Irvin as he continued to move towards her. So this is this is what Marriott says happened uh, to their employee there. Michael Irvin is suing Marriott for a hundred million dollars for defamation, saying that they were 
They screwed him over that he didn't do anything wrong. Now, I don't know. Uh, uh, other they've uh, Michael Irvin has trotted out uh, two people who were there in the area and they said that they saw this interaction, but they didn't, you know, I don't know if they heard anything or mm. could, but they didn't notice anything uh, crazy that happened. But this woman apparently immediately reported this or whatever, and the hotel kicked Michael Irvin out of the hotel, and NFL Network removed him. How do you, first of all, how, how would anyone, how would you prove this one way or the other? I mean, I guess you'd have to really look and analyze that, that surveillance video. They have yeah. not put that out. Have they? I, I don't think we've seen that publicly. Well, also, like if, you, if this woman's worked there for 15 years or something, and she's really trusted, when you believe her, she's never said sure. I, yeah, you'd have no reason not yeah. to believe her. Uh, you know, I don't know. I'm sure Michael Irvin's attorneys are going to be digging up everything. If she ever lied about something yeah. on Instagram six years ago, they're gonna they're gonna know about it. Um, but. Does this sound like a feasible or plausible scenario to you, Dieter? Well, Robert, is it possible she misunderstood him? Because he was drinking maybe right that day. Slurring his yeah, speech? Yeah, maybe slurring. Because you said he said, have you ever had a black man, a big black man inside of her, right? Uh-huh, that's right. Is it possible he said, have you ever had a big black hand inside of hers? Because they were shaking hands. So the, no, no, is that possible? Have you ever had a big black hand inside of yours before? And she thought he said big black man. And she's because uh -huh. he was just shaking her hand. This is good. This is genius defense, Dieter. I, I recommend you, uh, you, you, you become counsel for Michael Irvin. No, Rover, I mean, hand, man, that sounds different. I mean, it sounds like there's a reason he was talking to her. It sounds like she was flirting with him. He's a huge superstar. He could talk to anybody he wants. And the reason he picked out hers, because I feel like she was either winking at him or flirting or something. Oh, oh she was asking for no, it. No, I'm not saying asking, Rover, but why was he talking to her? Did she's she... probably hot. Okay, she's hot. Did she signal, hey, Michael Irvin, come on over here. You I don't play... think she knew who it was. According oh, to her, she doesn't geez. watch football and has no idea who the guy was. One of the most famous NFL stars of all time. He's on. He's still on TV. It's not like he played twenty years ago and you never see him. He's still on TV today. Everybody True. knows. Everybody knows what he looks like. So I think she just missed him. That's, that's see. That's in your world. Everyone would know. If you put what his picture up like. in front of me, I still wouldn't be able to. Even after all the story, I still wouldn't be able to pick him out because I don't follow yeah. football that or any of the sports. ESPN nothing. So if I showed True. you three pictures, you couldn't pick out Michael Irvin. No, I would say probably uh, 99.9%, probably not. I probably wouldn't even be able to tell you who all the three people were. <sighs> yeah, if you don't watch football, leader, how would you know? If you don't follow that, how would you know? At some point growing up, he was all over TV. He's still on TV today. His face, he's on commercials. He's most one of the most recognizable NFL stars. So if I show you a bunch of gymnasts or whatever you'd be able to name all of the gymnasts no but i'd be like oh that's a famous one if she's still on tv what's that one that uh uh mary lou mary lou retton she right. retired though but she was famous back in the 80s right right but she still does some commercials if you put her up i'd be like oh yeah i know her she's a famous gymnast a soccer i don't watch soccer over but you put up somebody famous ronaldo i go oh that's a famous dude i would just know okay. him uh, uh anyway 
The point is, yes. he, I think he said big black hand shaking her hand, and she misunderstood, and she freaked out, ran and told on this guy, got him kicked off the Super Bowl, and that's why he's suing for so much. Because is it possible, or he could have? It says, uh, "Does she know about having a big black man inside her?" Maybe she. Maybe he said, "Hey, you have a big black man beside her." You know, they're oh. standing right next to each other, Dieter. That's plausible a good, explanation. Yeah, because how tall mm -hmm. is he? He's probably a big guy. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, He's a receiver. So <sighs> when I was working in Chicago before I got into radio, I was working at a place called Lola's, and it was where all the celebrities would go. And I had a very famous baseball player at my table, and he said something wildly inappropriate about Snitzer's license plate on my face. That's and how he starts it is right away. Come nope, on. Nope, that's where it goes. And I immediately went from the table to the kitchen, and I was just like, you guys, this is really bad. Like, he kept making these references and the owner went up to the table and said, you know, I don't appreciate it and kind of talked him down and bought his dinner. And this guy said, I don't want you to buy my dinner. And he did not leave a tip. Why? OK, so let me ask you a question. Yeah. If the guy is inappropriate to you, why would the restaurant owner offer to buy him dinner? Because he did not appreciate the way that he was treating his waitstaff. And he didn't want him to have hard feelings. So he just kind of was like making a good gesture. Like he was standing up for me. Did he kick him out? Like you need to leave immediately. Uh, it's on me, but just get up and go. No, he made it very clear. We don't tolerate that. I'm going to try this at a steakhouse sometime. I'm just going to be inappropriate. No. Let them come over, pay for my meal. They don't ask me to leave. And then I just get up and walk out with no tip. I mean, this what kind of punishment is it to that guy? No, he, I appreciated that he was standing up for me. And then I didn't. I mean, it was then over. I but mean, he didn't, I didn't stand up for you. How did the restaurant owner stand up for you? He went up to Excuse the table. Me, and, okay. Since you talked to my waitress that way, I'm going to buy you dinner. What no. do you mean? How, how did he stand up for you? Because he was mad. The guy was mad that he did that. And he's like, okay, I totally get it. But the dinner's on me. We appreciate it. But if you're going to act like that, please don't come back. Does that make sense to you guys? Does that sound like a punishment to this baseball player? I don't think it sounds like a punishment, but she just, they just didn't want to upset that guy because he's so famous. So what did he say exactly? Did she give me the context? He was of very, uh, he'd been drinking. And uh, generally, when guys do yeah. stupid stuff, yeah. uh, you can no matter what it is, whether it's getting in a fight, whether it's making an inappropriate comment, yeah. it basically starts with he had been drinking. Okay, and go it was, on. He was on one side of the booth, and then he had two guys on the other side of the booth with him. So it was just three of them all together. Okay, and they were loud and having fun, and uh, it just progressed as the dinner went on, and. You know, made it very clear that if I wanted to hang out, that he would show me a good time. And you know, I'm in my twenties. I I was I I was taken by surprise. And then he had finally said that last comment was about doing that on my face. And that's when I well, went. Well, what's the, back. the context, though? I mean, you don't just pull that right out of. The, I mean, there's got to be. I don't remember. I mean, this was give and take, I, back and forth. There's got to be all, something. It I mean, you, not you, always. You tell me you just come up to the table. No, I didn't the, say hey, that. Hey, I said it had been like building. Water? No, and I the guy said goes, no. You're not listening. I said it had been building. Uh, 
And so then it ended with that. I mean, it was just him being very aggressive and saying things and me just laughing it off and walking away. And then he said that. And I'm just like, I can't. This is all right. We're done. I'm not telling you. Honus Wagner. Who? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know who Honus is. The only rationale I could think why this Michael Irvin wanted to sue the Marriott is because if he was taking off the Super Bowl broadcast, he, you know you lost a major size paycheck. Well, it's not yeah. even that. He didn't lose that's $100 my, million. That's, that's, for $100 million. It's his reputation that has been sullied. sullied. Yeah, if this is, uh, you know, if this is made up. I, I you know, frankly, um, I sort of tend to believe this woman, really. Like... It's not a. Uh, it's not. It's not an outrageous claim. She wasn't claiming that he, you know, uh, sexually assaulted her or whatever. Uh, you know, just that he made inappropriate comments. So, uh, as far as I know, I don't think she tried to get anything out of the guy. Yeah, uh, she did. She, Robert got him fired. She's going to sue for money right now if she isn't already. I don't know if she is suing for money. She wants something out of this. I don't think she's... Has she sued? I don't I, believe I she has. I, I see that coming at some point. I, I put up... I actually, he sued first. He's well, suing because, for $100 million. Because he got kicked off the uh, broadcast. And this destroyed his career. Everybody's thinking about this now. Actually... No one would be thinking about it if he, if this, if he weren't suing. And they didn't file this uh, in the... And Marriott didn't file this in their court response. No one would be... Would you be thinking about Michael Irvin today? Not today, but I would think about every time I see this guy now, I'd be like, what the hell happened with that case? And I actually, I got three pictures, Rover, I pulled up here. Can we see if Crystal yes. would recognize? Oh, she's on the phone. Crystal, let me get a chance. I've got three pictures here. You got to pick up Michael Irvin. Okay. We'll come, we'll come back to that, Rover, I guess. She's taking okay. the call. Okay. All right. All right. I'm curious to see whether she'll be able here to she do comes. it. But- okay. I got three pictures here, Crystal. Pick up Michael Irvin. I'm going to pull up my cue, pull up my screen. Are they all black men or did you go with a mix? Okay, we've got three people here. <laughs> it's okay. two white guys. Hold on. It's yeah. two white guys and a black guy. Right. Michael Irvin. Sure. Just make out, sure. Wait, yeah. Hold on. All right. Well, since I know this story and uh, I'm pretty sure he was bald, I'm going to go with the middle guy. So you do know him. <laughs> okay, so she, she, picked, she picked Shannon, Shannon Sharp. Sharp. All right. right. Shannon Sharp. So, uh, no, that's not him. No. That's not him? It's the no. guy on the left. Oh, see, yeah. I, I just know the story. I just know he's a black man. I thought he was bald. Did you know the guy on the right? You know Odell? Oh, no. Okay, Mm-mm. so she doesn't know anybody. Mm-mm. Yeah, she, okay. doesn't, she doesn't recognize any of these uh, athletes or former athletes. Anyhow, so, Doogie, you don't, you don't recall the, um, the context of that comment no. or what led up they to had, it? How he, no, they were drinking, and they thought they were being funny, and they were loud and flirtatious and whatever. And just, you did the were nice you flirting thing. back? I mean, I was laughing and like, oh, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't sitting down with them, which I would do with a lot of people. They would have me like sit and hang and talk. And I did not do that because I, because it started almost immediately mm-hmm. that it was just like, whoa, okay. So as soon as they, as soon as you sense it, then you're like, okay, my walls are up just because it went aggressive fast especially when you're waiting tables or i bartended you definitely do the the laugh the ah, it's so funny and walk away even though you don't think it's funny but you're just playing the card because you know you're working on tips (laughs) we have a millionaire sitting there very well
wealthy man sitting in your section. Did you know who the guy was or did someone have yeah. to tell you who it was? No, I knew who it was. Absolutely. You knew who Absolutely. it was. And this was in Chicago? Yes. So was it a was a current baseball player or was it a former baseball player at the time? Huh. Uh, I don't remember. I'm guessing Frank current. Thomas. Guessing current. I mean, just say it at this point. What is it? He's not playing anymore. What does it matter if you say his name or not? Yeah, I'm not going to say it. <sighs> Covering for him. Hey, what does it matter? I'm not going to say it. All right. All it was right. not Frank Thomas. Um, all right. I've got to take a break. Would he play on the Cubs or the White Sox? Not saying. Well, it's just a team. You can tell us what team. That'd be the Cubs. What year was this? <laughs> what? What year? Late 90s. 1926. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was not. I was in radio by the late 90s. Um, I don't know. Maybe the, I don't know. 90 what? 94-ish. Okay. <clears throat> okay, let's look at the... Uh... Well, here's the lineup. We'll see any of these guys. <laughs> Let's see here. We have. <clears throat> who could this be? Uh, all right. Let's see. It was Sammy Sosa. No, it was not Sammy Sosa. And I did not oh. say it was Cubs or the Sox. Ryan Sandberg. A lot of people came to this place. It was a very famous place. Sean Dunstan. Don't even know who Sean Dunstan yeah, is. Yeah, it has to be somebody she would recognize right away, Rover. Yeah, I'm Mark not, Grace. I'm not, I'm, I actually waited on Mark Grace. It was not Mark Grace. No. Uh, I don't remember. Well, I mean, is he a pitcher? What position? Give us a little bit here. Yeah, no. All right. Well, I... Tend to I don't know. I guess I believe this story, but... Uh, I believe it. I mean, especially if she, you know, did this interaction happen? And then did she say, whoa, this guy was really aggressive. You're not going to believe what he said. Did she immediately, you know, start reacting? I think it says that, that she said... Uh, it says two other hotel employees noticed their colleague was uncomfortable when she returned to work. And the accuser went to work the next day and reported the incident to her manager, who told her to take the complaint to loss prevention. Mm. Uh, so that's how it all unfolded, I guess. Right. Ozzy. Osborne? Okay, I'll figure it out. We'll get it. We'll figure it out. Can't wait. I've got to take a break. Our number is 866-YO-ROVER. We do have the shizzy coming up. The news, what's on the way, Doogie? So we're going to talk about the Oscars, and there is one actor that is just getting blasted today, saying he is the biggest dick ever. What, what happened? Who is it? I'll tell you next. Hmm. All right. We'll be right back on Rover's Morning Glory. Hang on. Is an inspiration. Like Mother Teresa. But like the patron saint of people who drink beer in the shower. And this is Rover's Morning Glory. The Shizzy 
is coming up in just a moment. What do you have on the way, Doogie? We're going to recap some of the Oscars last night, and somebody is now, I just saw, trending because he was such a dick. Everyone's talking about how awful this person is. I'll have that story. Plus, there's a weather story I want to do in China, and they're asking people to please carry an umbrella to protect yourself. Now, it's not against rain. Or, or it's not against snow or ice or anything like that. Why are they carrying umbrellas? What's falling from the sky? I'll tell you next. All right, we'll get to that in just a moment. I also have to play that video that I mentioned, the uh, the one with the worst baseball call of all, probably maybe one of the worst I've ever seen in my entire life. A called third strike in a college baseball game that is just absolutely outrageous. I still have to show that to you as well. You can always fire up RMG TV at RoverRadio.com or with the Rover Radio app. Are you ready for the shizzy doozy? Yes. Here we go. Here the shizzy on Rover's Morning Glory. So I was out of town uh, and I was not paying attention to the news, but I'm seeing this everywhere as I have come back from the dead with President Joe Biden is going to address everything that has happened regarding this bank collapse that happened on Friday. Oh my God, yeah, this is ridiculous. Yeah, it is absolutely Silicon Valley Bank um, situation that collapsed. It's the second largest failure of a financial institution in U.S. history. The major bank in New York State also New York State also collapsed, too. Well, what name? Uh, I can't remember the name off oh. offhand, but well, I'm just saying. Getting back to this story. Signature. Signature bank, yeah. Heads of the Federal Reserve, the Treasury Department, and the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, they said yesterday that account holders will be able to access all of their money starting today. So why did this collapse? What, what's going on, Rover? Well, I mean, it's a little bit complicated, but uh, when interest, interest rates were near zero for a long time, and they bought these long-term treasury bonds and they pay very little because interest rates are so low and interest rates have really shot up now new bonds have been issued that pay a much higher return so people want those and are willing to buy and trade for those uh, whereas the ones that pay next to nothing that were purchased at a near zero interest rate they have become less valuable. So they had a bunch of money tied up in these less valuable bonds. Uh, they sold them at a loss of about $2 billion. They then said to everyone, hey, by the way, we lost this $2 billion. So we're going to sell some stock or something in order to try to raise a few billion dollars. And when everyone saw that, they go, hmm, that makes me a little bit nervous. Sure. I don't know about that. And what do they do? If your bank started, if your bank made you nervous, what would you do? Take your money out. That's right. You take your money out. And so everyone goes to take their money out. But banks don't just sit, you know, they take your money. They don't just hold it in a vault. Right. They, that's how they make their money. They, they do stuff with your money. So Move when around. everyone simultaneously wants to take their money out, AKA a bank run, now they don't have the money in order to pay everyone back. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 first of all, this really makes you wonder after the 2008 financial crisis, 
where the government was supposedly making sure uh, now that banks are well capitalized, that this sort of thing won't happen and they have a lot of safeguards in place. Well, if that's the case, how did this happen? And apparently this is not an uncommon thing for banks now where they have, they're sitting on these long-term bonds that aren't really worth as much. All the banks in the United States have about a trillion dollar exposure to these long-term bonds. So there are going to be other banks that are going to have losses. And then what happens if you're a bank, you, you really, you have no incentive for actually doing it the right way because what happens, the government just comes, you go bankrupt, you try and make as much money as you possibly can. The CEO just sold millions of dollars of stock a couple of weeks ago. Uh, so you make as much money as you possibly can. And don't worry, the government will bail you out if anything happens. And accounts are normally insured up to $250,000. So if you have a, a bank account, Doogie, and you have uh, $200,000 in there and your bank goes belly up, the government actually insures that money. You will get all of your money back if the bank goes. If it's more than $250,000, it's not insured by the government. However, the government has said, oh, don't worry, even people who aren't insured, we're going to cover that money. And if you have $10 billion in this bank, as some businesses did, wow. $3 billion or whatever, That's a lot. don't worry, you can access all your money um, starting Monday. We'll, we'll take care of it for you. Because they don't want this to be a cascading effect. But right. it, again, it's just more government handout money. And, it, and through no fault of the people who have accounts there, but I blame the bank and... It seems to me somebody should thing? be looking uh, over this. That it's not insured? And they do really Say that risk. again? Isn't that banks, the SVB, whatever it is, isn't its whole thing that's not insured? No, no. They Any any bank, I mean, I, almost all banks are insured by the FDIC. It's that but this particular making- bank had have, they're, they're, a lot of startups and businesses have accounts there. And businesses have more than $250,000. Yeah, there but I was reading about this. And lots of businesses, they spread it around. They spread it out across multiple accounts. Across it's multiple only banks. per depositor. So it's I could have 10 accounts at, at a bank. But if it's all under my name and it adds up to more than $250,000, only the $250,000 is insured. So now maybe if, you, if you're a corporate entity and you have... 18 different LLCs or whatever, but it's just not, it's not a feasible thing to do. It's called insured cash sweep, cash sweep, and that's where you spread around all these different uh, things. Hmm. And but they, if you have people, $3 billion, how are you going to, how are you going to, Charlie, how would you, uh, how would you spread that up in $250,000 chunks? I mean, that's just, it's just not feasible. You do it. I don't know. But anyways, no. these people took a big risk by putting it all in one account when there's a way to do it. Properly, and they didn't. Oh, that's not true. Uh, they, they, I'm reading about it. The people didn't take a. The depositors didn't take a big risk on this. I don't know how they. I mean, it's just you can't. If you have, if you're Apple and you're worth a trillion dollars, or you, you have uh, five hundred billion. What do? You, how many? What do they have? You have. Uh, 82 million bank accounts, Charlie? That's just, that's, yeah, if you, have 10, if you have $500 billion, yeah, make a bunch of bank accounts. Oh, wow. It's crazy. Well, it's what, I mean, it's what, there's a thing called insured cash sweep, which everybody was doing, except this bank wasn't or something. 
And this is a... But that would be the bank. A cash sweep is something that they do at the end of the night, basically. That has nothing to do with depositors. Go on, Doogie. All right, so... But, but, but let me just say this. This bank went belly up in less than 48 hours. Right. One day they're a big bank, totally respected. Less than two days later, they're completely out of money, and they the, the government has to come in and shut them down. So this is a red flag, and where there's one, there's going to be more. And uh, I just hope that these regulators, that the government, that they've been paying attention over the past few years. Go on. In China... People in a province called Lyoning, they were told China. to find shelter after it looked like it was raining worms. China. There's a viral clip that showed the area apparently China. being showered with these worms, which were then splattered all over cars. Oh. Residents were covering themselves with umbrellas just to make sure that these little guys were not falling Well, how does this work? How does it start raining worms? So, yeah, I got a video here. Snitchy. You see me? They say the cause of this. That's disgusting. I like the soundtrack to your right. video there. They gotta put that on there. The <laughs> cause the song of this is yet to be uncovered. What but the hell is that? How, how is it raining worms? It must shake them up somehow. Like a like a. Like a, not a funnel club, but something must suck them up and then deposit them a few miles away, I guess. Scientific Journal suggested that the animals were dropped after being swept up by heavy winds. Okay. I don't know. That's weird. So, umbrella for worms. Okay. The FDA approved a nasal spray to help relieve migraines. I don't know if you guys ever get migraines, but I have some friends that get them, and it's just debilitating. Like, they can't. When they hit, they're really, really bad. So Pfizer has a spray that can start treating symptoms in 15 to 30 minutes and then last for up to 48 hours. But the news isn't all good because even though the drug worked better than a placebo in trials, just 24% of the recipients said that they experienced pain from pain freedom Pain freedom just two hours after treatment, and then 21% reported odd or distorted tastes. Hmm. So, nonetheless, doctors are, in fact, excited to have another tool in their bags because they can help people with these migraines. All right, in Berlin, if you're a woman there, you can soon swim topless in the city's public pools. Hmm. Legislation came about after two women took legal action, after one was told to leave a pool for sunbathing topless and the other was told to cover up at a different public pool. So city officials agreed that the women had been discriminated against and now all visitors to Berlin's pools can go without a top. All right, did anyone watch the Oscars last night? Yeah, most of it. Yep. Yeah, I watched. I it was so long. Well, they well, went back. Remember they cut out stuff in yeah. the past? Yeah, cut it out. No, they put it back in because people complained. I don't know who complained. No they one put complained. A, somebody only, did. Only idiots in Hollywood complained. Nobody I'm watching sure people that complained did. that they didn't have. The, no, nobody. Well, they did it for themselves. The I, mean, I think Jimmy Kimmel also addressed that in this. He's, well, he's like, saying the whole time he's doing it, he's saying how long this yeah. is. Yeah, I mean, he was very upfront about how long it was. Um, so a couple of things that happened that people are talking about. First and foremost, I have to now watch this stupid movie, Everything Everywhere, All at Once. Nice. Because they it. were She'll absolutely hate nominated that for 11 awards and they took home seven trophies. That's insane. 
They won, of course, Best Picture last night, Best Director, and they won Best Actress. Again, seven awards. They both won. supporting actors. Now, now, now yeah. let's just be uh, realistic yeah. about this. Yep. Theater, you saw that movie. Now, I know Snitzer, he loves it. He loves, he'll love anything that is, you know. Uh, Artsy. Yeah. Is that the best picture, Dieter? Is that no. that movie's best picture? What no. did you like better? Top Gun should have won. What what? Best picture? Yeah, they were saying they should have that should have won. What else was up there? All quiet. All quiet. The yeah. That, that could have won. That was a good war movie. I'm trying to think what else was in there. But that it just the ending wasn't good. The acting was good and it was original and but no, it wasn't best picture. No way. So, best actor went to Brendan Fraser from The Whale. Nice. Do you want to see any of these people accepting for best supporting actor? Not particularly. Okay. Uh, best supporting actress was Jamie Lee Curtis for Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. I will admit that I did cry during that. Hers? Why did Over you cry? I just was very happy for her. I also cried for the best supporting actor, this Ki Hui Kwan. Yeah, Data from Goonies. Totally but cried. Jamie copies his exact line. He's like, Mom, I want an Oscar. Then Jamie Lee Curtis comes up five minutes later and she's like, Mom, Dad, I want an Oscar. And I was no, like, it wasn't so did exact. The best actress, uh, I don't it remember her name. What's her name? Best actress, this Michelle. Michelle Yeoh. She also did that. She said, Mom, I know you're at home and. Oh. <laughs> I, I didn't see. Yeah, she said that too. Well, yeah, you thank your parents. Right. I know, but Data but did it Lee, first. Jamie Lee Curtis was also had very famous parents. Who? Yeah. Who? Who? Um, Janet Lee and Tony Curtis. Yes. Yeah. The singer Tony Curtis. Yes. Oh, I didn't know. He's an actor, a, not a, a singer. Oh. Yeah. So that's why she and I love that she was inclusive. That we all won. Like I cried. Yeah, I cried. Yeah, she those. she she was in all these uh, horror movies and stuff. That's that's somebody you don't normally see win. This, right, the, these right, things. absolutely. So those were some of the winners uh, that well, happened like last the, night. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel made a joke that two people from Encino Man are there, yes. <laughs> and they actually won the Oscars. So yeah, that's pretty funny too. That is and Paulie Shore's at home, pissed off. Yeah, right, that he's not up there. <laughs> right. Um, the other thing that happened last night. So last week. We were told that Lady Gaga would not be performing her song for the Top Gun movie, and her mm -hmm. song was up for a nomination. She couldn't because she was filming with uh, what's his face for Joker. Watching able to be there, but she couldn't perform. Uh... Well, listen. So it turned up last minute. She was like, "Okay, I can go." And then remember, she couldn't do anything extravagant because she couldn't practice. She couldn't do it, so she wasn't going to perform. So at the very last minute. They changed it up. They said, not only will Lady Gaga be there, but Lady Gaga, from what we're hearing, she's going to perform. How she's going to pull it off, we don't know. This is how she was able to pull it off because she did a stripped-down performance of the song. And when I say stripped-down, she was in a black T-shirt. She was in jeans. No makeup. Krista's like, what? No, yeah. well, what the hell's going on? Because she came in. We had to watch the red carpet, you know? Yeah. Krista's like, oh, look at She was it. stunning. And Lady Gaga looks good. Yeah. And then for some reason, she, she takes her makeup off to yeah. perform. Oh, all of it. Everything. Why? Because she was bare. It's about the music, man. Yeah. Because it's because it's, it's a powerful. publicity stunt. Come it's on. It's about the music. <laughs> okay. But everybody's just going like, wait, she was just wearing clothes. And like, you change your outfit, I guess. But all the makeup coming off. And then when... Did she come back in the crowd after she performed? That's what I want to know. She put her makeup back on? Yeah. Does she have a glam squad there? Just like putting... I don't know about that, but you want to hear a little bit about Lady Gaga? Okay. I can't open this here. Oh. Oh, you can't? This oh. one says still loading. It's the only oh. one I don't have. Hmm. 
I have all the speeches. I have the funny, um, the dick. You do? You can't yeah. open it? Oh. No, I could open all of them, but Lady Gaga. Oh. Yeah, the dick, once you play the dick interview. All right, so this person is now trending because he shows up on the red car on the red carpet. You know how they do these interviews, and uh, he clearly did not want to be there. It's Hugh Grant. Oh, that guy is just a miserable prick. Yeah, I mean, he is just an a hole. Yeah, why anyone would still work with this douche? I just like, read all of his parts. He looks like he's like oh, such a fun, happy-go-lucky guy, but. He's a complete asswipe. He just came out and said, I realized I was a dick shooting some movies. That's why I haven't worked in a couple years. I forget that one famous movie, his Christmas movie. He said he was a real dick shooting that. So he goes, Love Actually? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, so I'm going to go, you know, go back now and just try to be a real easy person to work with. Uh, I'm sorry for my past. And then this happens. Real quick. Seen it. Yes. Here's Lady Gaga if you want to see oh, it. Okay. Sorry, I got it. You might find that you can be a also- hero. Even if you feel really zoomed inside. in, do you want everybody yeah. to know that she's also no makeup? Yeah, this is really oh. personal. This Top Gun song, yeah, oh, oh, she oh, made it. She's oh, crying, she yeah. yeah. Oh. Coming. oh, come on, give me a break. This is so phony. Oh, no wonder no one watches this stuff. Okay. I heard from the heavens that clouds have been great. Pull me close. I think we'll zoom out here in a second. They really want to show God, they couldn't get any closer. They're inside of her pores. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Why? Because she's completely made up. And the reason that she showed up like all a stunt. If she would have showed up like this, but she didn't. Like, she... If you have a before and then an after, like I saw her sitting in the in the crowd. I watched a little bit of this last night, and she was sitting there in the crowd. She's fully made up in a gown. I, I actually applaud her for this. You what? They're targeting you. <laughs> I think it's great. Powerful. Okay. Did she win? No, she did not. Um, the best original, I think there was controversy with that, too. It was the Bollywood song. Yeah, people were like, what the hell? Not, I mean, not even What's-Her-Face Rihanna one? I like it for the DEI. Bollywood all the time. In fact, I'm going to stop watching Hollywood movies and only watch Bollywood movies to be more inclusive. And now, the Hugh Grant. I have not seen this, but I'm excited to hear how awful he was. And you really got to watch at the end, the very, very end. Is this uh-huh. Ashley Grammy's Yes, with? yeah, the model. What does it feel like to be in Glass Onion? It was such an amazing film. I really loved it. I love a thriller. How fun is it to shoot something like that? Well, I'm barely in it. I'm in it for about three seconds. Yeah, but still, you showed up and you had fun, right? Uh, Almost. Okay. All right. (laughs) Okay. Well, thank you so much. It was nice to talk to you. Yeah. All right. Back to you guys. Did you see the eye roll (laughs) roll at the end? That woman was not prepared to talk to him. She didn't see the movie, obviously, because he's in it. I didn't remember him being in the movie. Me I neither. Like, I had to look it up. In the very opening scene, he plays the detective's husband. That interview might be longer than the scene he was in. So, like, okay, then don't go well, up and on. talk. Yeah, and wasn't he on the poster of it though? Like, I, I wasn't he like on Netflix or whatever? The uh, you know they have a big so. graphic with everyone in the cast. He's not on there at all. I wouldn't think so. I mean, he's. Robert, did you see it? No. 
No, I don't think he's on the poster. I'm no, I'm looking at him. He's not on the poster. So was that uh, really the only, that was no, it? That entirety? Was, no, no, no. There was like five questions. Each one was oh. one word. And she's like, what do you know? They say, what are you wearing? Oh, and they oh. say Versace. He's like, I'm wearing my suit. You know, it was, he was just a total dick. Every single question. Oh, he, sorry, I one word answers. Oh, and then the final one, she was trying to think of something on the fly. Um, you were in Glass Onion. How was that? And he's like, I was in it for three seconds. And then he rolls his eyes. He was a dick for, for a while. If, if you play, if you get find it, it's like two minutes. He did not want to be there. Well, I don't know why he would step up then. Don't talk. And don't go on the red carpet. You know, I, when you're Hugh Grant, you're going to get pulled to talk. I think this is the whole, what? all right, this is the whole thing. He had a funny joke, though, when he was up on stage. Yeah, he that's said he looked yeah. like a nutsack. Scrotum. He goes, yeah, yeah no wrinkles or because of moisturizer. Who? Like, who? Yeah, I realized he, yeah, on camera, he's good. But interviews, he does not want to do it. Hugh Grant, you are a veteran of the Oscars. And you've been here a few times. Look. What's your favorite thing about coming to the Oscars? Um, well, uh, <laughs> It's fascinating. It's uh, it's uh, the whole of humanity is here. It's uh, it's Vanity Fair. Oh, it's all about Vanity yeah. Fair. Yes, that's where we let loose and have a little bit of fun. Um, what are you most excited to see tonight? To see? Yeah. Well, I know that you probably watched a few of the movies. Are you excited to see anybody win? Do you have your hopes up for anyone? Um, not not no no one in particular. Okay. Well, what are you wearing tonight then? Just my suit. Your suit? Who yeah. made your suit? You didn't make it. Um, I can't remember. My tailor. That's okay. Yeah. Ta shout out to the tailor. Yeah. Um, so tell me, what does it feel like to be in Glass Onion? It was such an amazing film. I really loved it. I love a thriller. How fun is it to shoot something like that? Well, I'm barely in it. I'm in it for about three seconds. Yeah, but yeah. still, you showed up and you had fun, right? Uh, almost. Okay. All yeah. right. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you so what much. It was nice to talk to you. Seems yeah. like he's trying to be funny. No, he does not want to do it. They forced him to do that for some reason. <laughs> wow. That was terrible. So he's trying right. to right now because he's got an attitude. There you go. That's the shizzy on Rover's Morning Glory. So much good. You'll want to bend over and kiss our ass. Watch live right there on your stupid smartphone. Just search for Rover's Morning Glory in the app store or Google Play. Rover? Yes? I will say it is funny. One of the first things that Dieter will say if you go to the movies to see Top Gun is what? we got to see it in the theater. The sound. <laughs> So, guess what, Oscar, they won last night, Dieter. Did they win Best Sound? They did. Oh, good. I was spot on, Rover. Oh, my Those God. Those afterburners. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. And why, realistic, yeah. why wasn't he there last night? Tom Cruise was not there. Probably filming or the shooting movie. something else, and he knows he's not going to win. That was, He wasn't going to win Best Movie. Should have. I don't know why he didn't show up, though. You'd think, like, he's still, I don't know. Maybe he just doesn't. Uh, he knows he he doesn't want. He wants to go there less than Hugh Grant. Obviously, you think Hugh Grant wanted to be there? No, that's not. No. Um, all right, I've got to take a break. Our number is eight six six Yo Rover. We will be right back. Hang on. How is listening to RMG better than sex? Well, it lasts for four hours instead of four minutes. You can do it on the bus, and you never have to sit in the wet spot. Welcome back to Rover's Morning.
Speaking of the Academy Awards, real quick, someone uh, sent me a text message and they said, what did you think about that lady with a dress that was blocking everyone's view? And yes. I did notice that. I go, what is, wouldn't you be pissed if you were sitting yes. behind this woman? Yes. Look at this. I don't know horrible. who this is, but she's wearing this thing and it's it's like this dress that comes up and goes over her head, like around her head. And anyone sitting behind her for like like three rows behind and four people wide would not be able to see because this, this thing is in the way. Now, maybe they accounted for that. Maybe those people behind her are just random seat fillers, uh, uh, which they do quite a bit of at the Academy Awards. But still, you show up in that getup. You don't think to yourself, man, I might be blocking people's view behind me, but she doesn't I, care. No, she doesn't. I, I, I did see a, one of the scenes, a person behind her was like leaning around. <laughs> right, because you can't see look, anything. And I felt yeah. so bad. I felt really yeah. bad. She's some singer. Thames is her name. T-E-M-S. Never, never heard of her, but... Uh, Theater, there is, uh, you have video of this college baseball game. This is Mississippi Valley State a baseball game, and this is on like ESPN2 or ESPN3 or ESPN Plus or whatever. I don't know what the hell it is, but uh, they're, they're playing uh, the, or they're, they're showing this game between Miss, uh, Mississippi Valley State and New Orleans. It's a college baseball game. And this guy comes up to the plate, uh, and he gets a, there's a questionable call at first uh, regarding a ball and a strike, and a strike is called again. So I mean, you're going to see here that the batter is like kind of, you know, he's upset at this call. So I think the umpire decides, you know what, I'll show you, you, you prick. And he makes what could be the worst ball strike call I've ever seen in my entire life. Watch this. The big gamble to take in the ninth. 1-1. One, one. Call the strike there, and it's 1-2. and two. Now that was low, and the batter's upset. Mims is showing where... Th one, two, Here we coming. go. It's down. Oh, my gosh! <laughs> wow. wow! He got rung up on ball two, and the game is over. Oh, my That is goodness. the that is worst... Horrific call I've ever seen in my entire life. You got to play that again, Dieter. This is so far outside. This is two, three feet outside and low. The privateers are a winner. Seven to three. You're fine. You want to go back to the beginning or just yeah, play this play this from the, from the beginning. Watch the, the first one is a bad call, but at least it's in the neighborhood. The big gamble to take in the ninth. Low though, right? Yeah. It's low. Definitely it's low. low. Okay. Oh but at least it's right down the middle of the right, plate. Right. It's just low. Just low, okay. This one is low and outside. Way outside. <laughs> Dude, that's three feet off the plate. And he calls strike three just to show up the guy, just to show up the batter. Yeah, the catcher of the opposing team has to hold the batter back because even the catcher's like, yeah, you're right, dude. That was way outside. Like, it was, he totally... Gets robbed. Oh my gosh. Wow. Even the announcer can't believe it. <laughs> so what happens if that, I mean, in all seriousness, uh, you know, this is college baseball. Does this, does, is, is, is this like the World Series? No, but it's important to these guys who are playing. They want to have an athletic career perhaps later. Uh, does Can that umpire ever 
get behind the plate ever again. I think if you were in charge of that officiating body, you have to ban that guy from ever being an umpire again. Usually right? the whole, kick you, him out. Usually in home in baseball, regardless of the level, the home plate umpire is usually the crew is considered what the announcers call the crew chief. And you should be unbiased, am I right? Correct. You no matter call what, it down the middle, regardless. Right. If, if you likes the player, yes or no, you still got to break the right call. Yeah, and he's totally. I mean, like I said, you see a lot of botched chief. calls in other sports too. He, the crew chief can be. There's a crew chief, and they rotate. The, there's a crew chief on the officiating crew, but they rotate their positions. One time a guy will be behind the plate. One time he'll be at first base or whatever. So the guy at home is not always the crew chief. Uh, Jeffrey, but okay. regardless, oh. uh, I mean, it's so, and it's obvious that this umpire was, he didn't go, like the, the he just guy. Wanted to go home, I think. I don't think it's that. I think he was more upset in the first call that, that was a bad call. And it was a bad call. The batter like jumps up and down and points to where the ball was and it was low. And I think the umpire didn't like that. And he goes, you know what? I'll show you, kid. I will call, mm. I'll, you know. And, and he just made an absolutely out. That guy should never umpire another baseball game ever again. And this does go to show you that they should have robots doing this. I mean, they have the ability to do it. They've tested the ability to do this in the minor leagues. They shouldn't have an umpire calling balls and strikes. It's, it's too subjective. Uh, they can have an umpire oversee it verify it but it should be completely automated balls and strikes i think even at the major league level uh, because there are a lot of calls a lot of questionable calls that are made i mean look they have when you watch a baseball game they have a little box and it shows you right where the ball went correct right and if it's sometimes it will be uh, four inches outside that little box the strike zone box and they call it a a strike so if you automate the entire thing, it's completely objective. You don't have any emotion entering into it. I would imagine at the major league level, you don't have the kind, of, you know, you're not going to have an emotional outburst of an umpire like that because that was an absolutely uh, horrendous call. Uh, Craig says the umpire was suspended. A uh, few people are sending uh, saying that, and uh, one guy says the umpire was fired, but I don't know if he has bad info or not. But uh, at he's at least been suspended, and he he should never get behind the plate ever again. That's it's that that outrageous. Another uh, another video I want to show you is on a cruise ship. Now, I, you know, cruise ships, they love having all these sorts of uh, entertainment options for you. So you get on a cruise ship. They're, they're huge now. There's like 5,000 people on a cruise ship. They have water slides. They have zip lines. They have basketball uh, courts. Yeah, I mean, it's, I, I mean, it's amazing. Everything, awesome. I, I, it's weird how, like, We've decided as a people, you know what? All the things we want to do on land, let's just do it on a boat and charge money for it. It's 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 wild. But they have theaters in there and stuff. And there is a magician uh, that was doing a show on a Royal Caribbean cruise. And this is a pretty wild video. So this guy uh, asks for a volunteer to come up on stage and say, uh, he says, hey, I need some help with a magic trick. Can you come up here? So he takes a, I believe it's a card trick or something, and he puts a 
little bit, uh, a card into his mouth, and he puts one in her mouth as well. And then they touch cards almost like they're kissing. They're not really kissing, but they come close. What is it, Dushy? What's the matter? You're, everyone's waving their arms. I'm having tr trouble playing it here, so I'm just saying if Charlie can play it. Oh, okay. I can get it. Um, so they move in. The, the magician moves in to almost, it, it looks like they're kissing, but they're not kissing. They're rubbing the cards. He has a card in his mouth. She has a card in their mouth. They touch the cards, uh, and you'll see what happens here. Unexpected. I don't see that. I don't see his. I, I see your timeline. I can put this up. Oh, that's it. Hmm. Can you just play it in a uh, yep. your video player? Okay, I will get in here in a second. All right, here we go. So there they. Wait, what? I... Look, you you almost have to play this again to see what happened. Don't watch so the big screen. Cards. Watch the small screen. Like watch the. You see. You see that the... Oh, I didn't even see they were down tiny so, at the bottom. Yeah, don't yeah, watch what the you're watching one. is like a video from the back of this theater on this cruise ship. And there's a huge screen so that people in the audience can see what's happening. And then the people who are actually doing it are there on the stage. You can see them tiny there in the bottom left. Okay. If you watch them in the bottom left, uh, watch what happens here. <laughs> Who's <laughs> that guy? guy? Is that the husband? That's, that's her husband oh, or boyfriend. No. And this guy comes up and he assaults the magician. He like attacks the magician and you can see the magicians. I mean, he's completely. What does he think? He's kissing his wife. They had cards. He's not kissing the wife. Look, they barely touched the cards. Oh, man. They're, he's warming her up. He's about to kiss her next. I mean, this guy, this guy is a complete oh. maniac, this husband wow. or boyfriend or whatever. And you can tell the look on the wife's face is she's pissed of horror yeah, and don't shock do this and again. disgust. Like, well, almost like, oh, this again. Like, she's used to this kind of action from Oh, this. yeah, this guy, this guy must be a maniac. He's, yes. he's, what are you looking at? Who are you looking at? And one of these kind of losers uh, who probably also beats her, too, oh, would be my on. guess. I'm just speculating. I don't know for sure. Jumping. but jumping. That's not, not a stretch. That's not a leap. You're going to... Uh, Rover, he's protecting... You don't mess with another man's wife. She looks like an older lady. They probably married, Theater. what, 40 years now? 30 years? They're Theater. about to kiss. I mean, Theater. It's a magic show on a cruise ship. Uh, they did not kiss. They have cards in their mouth. They touch the cards. Their lips are still two inches apart from each other when they touch these cards. That's not... Moving in on somebody's that's are you why'd you get up there then why'd you go up there well you you think you're gonna like uh here pick a card out of a out of the deck and hand it to me not put it in your mouth i'm gonna go into like kiss you where's that guy's hands at i can't see his hands is he going up her skirt she's wearing a dress what's the next move oh, he's gonna flip up her skirt get behind her be like hey Wait, everybody so you don't i'm gonna make my thing disappear issue with it? you okay yeah uh you don't see a problem with this theater no, I, I do see a problem with it. I do see. I would rush the stage if somebody's trying to kiss my wife, a magician. I, you're trying to protect. He's protecting his wife. He's I, not protecting his wife. That's crazy. She looks uncomfortable to me. I can't see the guy's hands. Where are his hands? Uh, I don't know where his hands are, but 
don't you think the woman would say knock it off? She can't protect herself. She's a damsel in distress. Can't can't well, stop anything. And this guy, he's doing it. He's this is an employee of the cruise ship. He's not. He's not. He's not assaulting the woman up there on stage. This is this is utterly ridiculous that you would defend this guy going up there. What, like, like that makes you a big man or something for attacking the magician, Dieter? No, not the, not the magician, but protecting your wife makes you a big man. Somebody's messing with your lady. No, it doesn't. It makes you look like an idiot. 866-YO-ROVER, 866-967-6837. These guys who do this, they look like they look like morons. If somebody is, it's one thing if somebody's beating up your wife or grabbing your wife. But this is, if somebody... If if you're out and somebody looks at your wife or these idiots, have you guys ever been out and somebody, uh, I've seen this multiple times, some dude is talking to a girl, just like they're walking through a bar or a club or whatever and starts talking to a girl. He doesn't know if she has a boyfriend or whatever, just talking to her and some big goon like Dieter runs over and starts pummeling the guy. What are you doing talking to my... Uh, what a, you know what that means? You have a tiny little pecker if you're that concerned that somebody's going to steal your woman. You have a tiny pecker. It's ridiculous. And you're awful. You just know that if she was able to just talk to anybody else because you're so awful, she's going to leave you. The I agree gets, with Charlie. Yeah, yeah. The second she gets a chance because you know deep down how much you suck. Yeah. And that wasn't everyone the first time. That. I mean, do I, mean? I don't think that was the first time, in my opinion, that he did that. Because she's like, stop it. Like, Oh, yeah, she's she's like surprised. She's not even surprised. No. You can tell she's embarrassed. Like, yeah. oh, my God, you're an idiot doing this in front of the entire theater, you dumbass. Yeah. But it's not like she's completely surprised that her husband is such a complete loser. The magician should not have done that trick. I mean... Oh, no, no, you there's nothing wrong do. with the magician, but hold on. And then the magician, he, here's the, here's the kicker. So this happens at the beginning of this cruise, like, I don't know, maybe it's a seven-day cruise or whatever. I don't know how, how long it lasts, but it's day two, day three. Nothing happens to this passenger. He's just allowed to continue on with his cruise. And the magician has finally come out and said, hey, this guy should not have been allowed to continue on with this cruise. Yeah. Like, nothing ever happened. I agree with the magician 100%. That Royal Caribbean should have backed up their employee and stood behind their employee. Yeah. Alex in Dallas, you're on Rover's Morning Glory. Good morning, Alex. Hey, good morning, Nature Gatheus Trucker. Hey, dear, how insecure are you, brother? Like, protecting your woman. How, how, uh, no, 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 no. Oh. Sorry, dude. I'm a gay guy, so I, could care, I couldn't care less. Protecting your but, man. But hang on. Look, no, I don't have those insecurities. How many of those insecurities do you have? So if you don't do something, people go, why aren't you protecting your woman? And then you do protect them, and then they say, oh, you're insecure. So which is it? Which one's better? You're damned if you do, damned if you don't. No, 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 no. How insecure are you, guy? I'm seriously. Trust me. Either you're really good in bed because you are actually nothing to look at, dude. Honestly, your wife must really like you in bed because other than she, that, dude, you have a face only your mother likes. She does. That's why she's with me. That's why we're happily married and yeah, we bang all man. the time. You're the guy that's single. You can't find the man. Dude, please. I have more than the fun that I need, dude. Remember, I am. Uh, I'm, just, I'm not. He's got a that. boyfriend in every truck stop across America, Dieter. Right. I'm. You goddamn right, I do. <laughs> that's right. He's <laughs> the, the glory hole guy, Dieter. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's, exactly. I, I dubbed it a Rover's Morning Glory Hole. There you go. And it's got Dieter's face on it, too, just for the aesthetics.
Oh, yeah? Just with a big open, gaping mouth. All right, Alex, thank you. Uh, Richard, you're on Rover's Morning Glory. Good morning, Richard. C-O-Y, Rover. Our babe. Hey, is Teeter really that insecure and untrusting in his wife that she thinks he would she would honestly step over the line and do something with another man? No, if you're up on stage, on, what's she supposed to do? It looked like she was looking for her husband, like, hey, help me out. Oh. They'll be out here. This guy's she's trying to kiss me on the mouth. She's married to you, so she's used to dealing with jerks. She's going to punch him in the face. On stage, you're don't you have some trust in your wife? I do. I do, but if a magician is kissing her on the mouth, making out, playing tongue wrestling, I'm going to Didn't do that. In. They Let's were just about be clear, to. If you didn't see that video, did not, weren't about to. This was a completely innocent magic trick or whatever. And What's he going to do next? Make his flesh wand disappear? <laughs> oh, watch this trick. It's all part of the act. I'm a magician. You know, nothing to worry about here. So, Dieter, if you, have you ever done this? Have you ever uh, confronted somebody for... Talking to your wife or hitting on your wife, maybe even before you were married. Is this the kind of thing you would routinely do in a bar or a club? Yeah, if I go to the bathroom and come back and some guy's sitting next, sitting next to my wife thinking she's single, hitting on her. I'm like, yeah, dude, what the hell are you doing? She's taken. She's spoken for. And I'll slide in, get in between them, box the guy out like the, you know, basketball move. Like, dude, get the hell out of here. So yes. why is it that guy's fault? That he's talking, he doesn't know that she's married or that she has a boyfriend. What's Who, wrong with that? The magician or? No, 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 in a bar or a club or something. If you go to the bathroom and some guy, you come back and some guy's talking to your girlfriend. Why is it, that, why did that guy do anything wrong? He should know. Head on a swivel. See if any guy is looking. You have one job when you get married or you're the boyfriend. It's protect your girl. It's to protect her. That's the whole point. Well, wait, so you have a problem with the guy. Why don't you have a problem with the girl, with your girlfriend or your wife, who should immediately just tell the guy, hey, I, my husband's in the bathroom. Go away. Sometimes they can't even get it out. Guys are so damn pushy. Let me buy you a drink. Oh, you're so hot, baby. And they're oh, like, oh, they oh. think it's just a line like, oh, I have a boyfriend. They're like, oh, yeah, right, honey. Guys like you who are aggressive and pushy is what you're saying. So what is so, it? <laughs> Rover went to a basketball game, the Cavs uh, heat game uh, Friday night. And yeah. he went to the bathroom, and where Rover was seated, who was a few seats down by you? Floyd Mayweather Jr. And when Rover comes back from the bathroom, a whole posse surrounding and talking uh, to his wife. What would you have too, done yeah. if that was your wife? Oh, if they that saw was me you? coming. They, they all backed down. They <laughs> stepped back. Not they said, you. No, we don't want a piece of this. You this have guy, linen this guy, sweatpants This guy means on. business. No. That's right. That's why they knew. They go, this guy must be crazy. <laughs> knows what he's capable of doing. Dieter, what would you have done if that was your wife? You grab you go, let's get the hell out of here. I'm not going to let you go with Mayweather and his crew. Are you kidding me? Would you Run have a beat, train on her? Would you have beat any of them up? Like oh, yeah, Mayweather. Oh, I would take him out. Oh, yeah. Of course. <laughs> no, and by the way, when I did come up, by the way, uh, the, the, the guys were actually, uh, I do have to say, completely... Uh, there was no issue whatsoever. They were they they were completely fine. So you there was scared. no yeah yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know, if they were doing something to my wife, I don't know what I would have done. I mean, what are you, you going to take on thirty guys or whatever? Uh, and you have to protect her. Fighter? Come on, Leesburg, you take the ass beating. Let her get out of there. I was at a thing, and you actually. Uh, complain, you said I was a pussy because I didn't go after five different guys. Yes. <laughs> what you said? They weren't concert. professional boxers either. Oh. Uh, they were twirling 
Krista's hair, uh, Charlie's girlfriend's hair. So they're behind her in a seat, and they're like twirling her hair in their fingers and stuff. And uh, Charlie didn't. But what did you end up doing? I left. So, uh, how long did this go on? A minute. I mean, it just left. As soon as I saw what was happening, I look at it, I go, well, I'm not going to be able to do anything about this. Yeah. And I go, time to head home. <laughs> there's nothing I can do. There's, I'm out. There's nothing I can do in this situation that doesn't end with me getting completely just murdered. So I go, I guess I got I to gotta bail out on this one. So, you know, so you think if you would have said something, they would have just beat your ass, basically? That's what um, you're... Uh... I'm not saying for sure, but it's a risk. You know, you weigh your options. You go... They might have been, oh, sorry, sir, please, uh, we won't do this anymore. Or they could have started beating me up. People, I don't know. I don't know, know what was going to happen. I didn't want to find out. But that just encourages people to get away with bad behavior. If, if, if people don't stand up for themselves, I'm not saying you have to, like, stand up and say, oh, what, do you want to fight or whatever? But if people do that and they're allowed to get away with it and you just defer to them, doesn't that only encourage further bad behavior from that same group of people? Sure, but it's not. That's isn't going to be my fight. Somebody else bigger than me can do that and, uh, uh, you know, fight for justice and stuff. I'm just gonna. I'm just not going to get beat up. So, Nate in West Palm Beach, you're on Rover's Morning Glory. Good morning, Nate. Hey, good morning, guys. How's it going? Hey, what's happening? What's happening? Hey, Dieter, how come you have no faith in women, man? Like my woman would knock him out. If any man tried to get close, what if she so doesn't? I don't know where you're. That there is no if she doesn't. You know what I'm saying? It's it's that's what's going to happen. And if it gets to a certain point, obviously you jump in. But you got to have faith, man. And that's like, what I don't know if you have no lady, faith in women or something. This lady didn't do anything on stage. The magician was making his move. She froze. She's like, I'm up on stage for all these but people. But nothing happened yet, man. Nothing they were about happened. The kiss. Are you watching the video? They were not. That's oh that's my god. Oh my god. Her oh up. My that's god. the act. Is you first you do with the cards, okay. then you make the cards disappear, and you actually kiss on the lips. So the Nate, I'm just gonna say, Rover, oh. good luck, my man. Good luck. Uh, 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 thank you, Nate. Nate has a good point. Like what I have it? full faith in my wife. I'm not worried what? about her running off with Robert. some guy like you, you are, dear. I'm you totally were... not worried about it. You were on a plane. A guy was kissing her cheek, rubbing her leg. Did you she did slap nothing. him? Yeah, you, she did nothing. You did nothing. And then she complained walking off the plane. You did nothing I didn't know still. about it until after the fact. You still this did nothing. After the fact. That was after the fact. It was after we got off the plane. I didn't know anything about it. What, oh, am, I, what am I supposed find to do? Him. Run through the airport yes. and find that guy? Go, okay. Where is he? Please. I would hunt the whole time. Because we're not going... Anywhere until I find this guy. Go to the so, agent and say this is where she was seated. Where's the person that was there? I have full faith in my wife. She's not now. If somebody's doing something, assaulting her or whatever, he that's, a, you know, that's he a different thing. Yes. He kissed her on the cheek. She he rubbed her thigh. She wasn't crying, but okay, this oh. is all revisionist history. Oh, wow. Uh, all right, I've got to take a break. We do have the shizzy coming up the news right after this. Hang on. Kev guy. It may be fun to you, but it's not funny to me, okay? Well, you can't please everybody. We're back with Rover's Morning Glory. The shizzy coming up in just a moment. What do you have on the way, Doogie? We talked about the Oscars last hour. We played some audio. Now, let's talk about the Razzie Awards. These are the worst that are recognized in Hollywood. I'll tell you who the worst were uh, coming up next.
Austin, you're on Rover's Morning Glory. Good morning, Austin. Hey, Rover. Uh, I got to say, I'm with Dieter. You just go punch that dude right in the face as soon as he starts talking to your girl. I mean, I, I used to be with you on that. You know, oh, let, you know, don't don't get up in there. You, you can let a guy talk to your girl and it's no problem. You know, slug that dude well, right in the face. Well, wait a second. How, okay. How is how did the guy get your girlfriend's number in order to receive these D picks? Uh well, we were at a, a like a, a racetrack thing and uh, go around, drive nice cars around. And uh, she took the guy on a ride in one of her dad's cars, and he's like, "Oh, hey, you know." He came up afterwards, and I, I saw him walking up, kind of, kind of talking. I'm like, "Oh, I'll just stay back. I'm not gonna say nothing, you know. Probably just." Being a cool dude, you know, wants to get some videos of, you know, the going around the track. And, uh, yeah, should have went up does, and punched that dude right in the face. How does, how did he get her number? Oh, because he, he, he asked her for it to see the videos from the, the racetrack, uh, you know, going around. She puts her mm -hmm. phone up on a little holder and goes around the track. So she gave him... Her phone number, right. and I see. All right, so there might be more to this story. She might yeah. have been interested in that guy. Because why would, why would she give her number out, uh, do she? Because she's just being nice, you know. The guy might she thinks it's cool. If the guy yeah. wants to put a video of his car on the on the internet or her car mm -hmm. on the internet. Be like, yeah. oh hey, look, I got to ride around in this sweet car. Mm. I, I wouldn't give some random guy my number. Just. Yeah, just, just say saying, email me or whatever. Yeah, what's your know. email? Yes, yeah. that's right, Rover. Uh, Austin, thank you. Um, Courtney in West Virginia, you're on Rover's Morning Glory. Good morning, Courtney. Good morning, guys. I just Hi. want to give a little quick comment. Um, want to protect his lady, and, and that's very admirable. But at the same time, you got to have a little faith in your woman. You'd be surprised at how many of us take self-defense classes and are fully capable of protecting ourselves against someone like that. But I also do want to say that that seems a bit risky for that magician to be doing stuff like that on a oh, ship full of adults I don't that are drinking. Yes, yes, I, you're right. I, I mean, what happened. That's why totally I got attacked. innocent sort of uh, behavior. I mean, I don't know. Dieter's blowing this way out of proportion. This <laughs> I mean, this video I've was really... A couple like magician shows like that and that's that's the riskiest i've ever seen one they're usually pretty tame like even kid level type stuff so maybe this is a more adult cruise or something like that but yeah she's right. speaking that's right speaking of kids and adults now courtney you live in west virginia and yeah. uh, at least according to my system here so Correct. uh west virginia they had a proposed law that would ban children from getting married in west virginia now uh, this this law was proposed, but the uh, Republicans there in West Virginia said, nope, we're not going to pass this law. Forget about that, because it's part of the culture of West Virginia for us to marry our children off. Uh, yeah. Explain this to me, because the rest of the country looks at that and goes, that's nuts. Explain to me what it's like to be a West Virginian and, and what do you think about that? It, it makes it very difficult to defend ourselves against the stereotypes that are constantly thrown out about our state. Um, we keep voting these people in. Um, you know, a, a lot of a lot of people in these in these red states tend to 
vote against their best interests in a lot of these things. Now, I'm, I'm a blue dot in a red state. Um, I live in a, a pretty, I guess, it's not urban, but you could consider it a little bit more urban part of West Virginia. But um, it, it's, it just doesn't make any sense when, when the platform is consistently to protect our kids and protect life and, and protect the innocent. And you, you let bills like this you know, kind of die. I don't even think it made it to a vote. They killed it in committee, um, you know, from, from a group of people that are self-proclaimed to be protecting our children. Um, it, it, you know, it's, it's fine to let them get married off underage as long as the parents give consent and they can, you know, they can have a baby at, at 13 or 14. That's fine. But, you know, they're, they're also the same group of people that are all for raising the voting age to 21. So, yeah, there's there's a guy calling here everybody that, groomers. Let's not yeah. forget calling everybody groomers all the time. Right, right. Let, let, let's worry about the the drag queens that have never assaulted anybody, but we we we'll just turn a blind eye to all these other people that are. So in so West Virginia, right. currently, if you're 16, you can get married, no problem, as Correct. long as your as long as your parents say, yeah, that's okay. I don't mind if my 16 year old gets married. Now that's not right. even they the lower limit. You can. If if you want to get married at the age of 13, that's even allowed. As a matter of fact, you just have to have a judge agree and say, yeah, go ahead. You can you can get married at the age of 13, which is pretty wild. And one of these guys, this, this guy, Mike Stewart, who was a Republican, he says that his mother was married at the age of 16 and had him six months later. And I'm the luckiest guy in the world. You may be, but she wasn't. I mean, who wants to be 16 right. and squirt out a kid? I mean, it's, it's, exactly. it's just, this is not it's something. My mother had me when I when she was 17, but I wouldn't advocate women having uh, kids at such a young age. It just doesn't it doesn't make any sense to me no, and to marry them off. This so is like what they do in the Middle East. Yeah. Um, right, right. All right, uh, Courtney, <laughs> thank you. I appreciate it. David, you're on Rover's Morning Glory. Good morning, David. Yo, Rover. Yo, what's up? Hey, uh, so I know that uh, Jeffrey and Crystal had plans for Saturday, I believe, unless it was later on Friday. I know they had plans this weekend. Mm -hmm. uh, but I was curious if you guys know what else Jeffrey was uh, up to on Friday night. Oh, oh on no. Friday. All right. So Jeffrey did have a, uh, a date. I, I want to find out about that. They had a... A planned date for Jeffrey and Crystal to go to a strip club. Crystal somehow says she's never been to a strip club, which is amazing considering she goes to swingers clubs and uh, orgy clubs, but has never been to an actual strip club. So is that true? Jeffrey, 100%. <laughs> Jeffrey did a public service and said, you know what? I would be willing to take you to a strip club in order to kind of show you the ropes or at least my rope. And uh, what a nice guy he was. Thank so you that's for your service. scheduled. For Saturday, I want to hear about that because I haven't heard anything about that. But let's get to Friday. Jeffrey, um, you probably stayed in, had a birthday celebration, stayed sanitized Friday night with the family, right? No, I went out and did some karaoke. Oh, oh. Night. oh. Did, you, did you bring oh. your daughter with you to celebrate her birthday? Uh, no. no, no, oh, you didn't. Oh, no. in fact, 
Well, you said you didn't get her anything for her birthday or do anything for her birthday, which is today. Because yeah, I know it's today, and uh, you're out of money. Money full time. Yeah, I had some money. Uh, I had some money, but it was the last of the money I had. So, <laughs> so it's gone. <laughs> yeah, the money you had spent at the bar. Cut the strip club in the bar. Yeah, so if you didn't go out, if you didn't go out Friday and Saturday, you could have bought her something. But you had to go out. Funny, I can get her a car. I can find a way to. I can squeeze out some. So I can. I got some money laying around the house. I'll be able to get a car. What, like under the couch cushions? Who knows? That's uh, that's very well, thoughtful of you, Jeffrey. Wow. I'll find yeah, a way. Like I said, I mean, like I said, yes. Today's my daughter's birthday, and uh, we'll probably do something through the week to do her birthday. Now, David, did you see Jeffrey, or how do you know about this? Uh, yeah. Well, I was uh, there with a friend of mine, and uh, well, a couple friends of mine, and the one actually went up and. Was talking to him because he recognized him. Uh, I didn't recognize him at first, uh, but uh, my friend went up there and was talking to him because I guess they noticed him and another person talking about him. So uh, the interesting thing was he had somebody with him, and oh. uh, yeah, oh, who was, I guess who was with you, my... Jeffrey? I'm, I'm, let's just see who would possibly go out with you Friday night. Who was it? Hmm. Was it? It wasn't who you know who. It wasn't. It, it was. No, you it was know? Uh, there was just. Um, yeah, she was just. Sitting, you know, she was Ooh. sitting there. This Ooh. girl walks in and uh, also recognized me. We sat down. We had a few drinks and. Uh, who? Who was it? I'm not. I'm. Huh? No, I'm not saying huh? who it is. Did you have contact with her before the bar? No. She just happened to walk in and sit down next to you and drink. Have drinks. Yeah. Why not? You're the luckiest um, son of a totally bitch in the world. random guy. It's right. just totally random, huh? Yeah, yeah, stuff like that happens, you know? And uh, you say you won't tell us who, but if the, have you ever met her before? No. Oh. Never so met her before. So what difference does it make who it is then? You don't yeah, know. but uh, I'm not, uh, I just prefer, you know, she doesn't want to be talked about on the radio. Oh, oh, yeah. right. Jeffrey. I'm sure. That's Whatever. why she's swinging on your nuts because she oh, doesn't. she's not she... swinging on my nuts. Okay, <laughs> nice try. Yeah. She's swinging. She's totally uninterested in any attention, but let me sit down next to She probably just... Loved the conversation that you guys. Oh were yeah, having. we were making some conversation and whatnot. About so. what? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Just nonsensical they stuff, Charlie. Slow dance too. Whoa. Oh, did they? Slow oh, yeah, dancing. My buddy went up there. He was singing uh, "Comfortably Numb" by Pink Floyd, and Jeffrey and this lady went up there and danced together while my buddy was singing. Comfortably oh. dumb. <laughs> yeah, of all songs to dance to. <laughs> now. Did you see him? A lot of times, Jeffrey will slow dance with these girls, and they'll start making out with him. Was there any uh, any uh, tongue or, or anything going on? No, I didn't see anything like that happening. Uh, I wasn't paying too much attention. I just thought it was weird they were dancing that that song from Pink Floyd. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Very Do you romantic. have her phone number? No. You don't? No, you didn't invite her because... It's a total lie. Because um, last Saturday, you went to Mr. E's and you invited Crystal by just saying, at Mr. E's. So I almost feel like, do you send that message out to a lot of babes? No. Okay. Yeah, there's no message, no Instagram, no Facebook message saying, I'm going to be at this bar. No, I'm just saying, it's, it's just like, hey, it's a popular place, you know? Have you ever... So this, ever this girl you'd never no. talked to on Instagram or Facebook or anything? No. Jeffrey. He's lying. He's so he's You're so lying. lying. You can tell. You can look at. I mean, he's the worst liar. Whatever, dude. You're not doing that. <laughs> I'm not Jeffrey. Fighting. I fight with a somebody, dude. She's on. Nice try. He's on the phone. Stop defending her. So yeah, was right. Tammy, was Tammy fake then? No, it wasn't her either. 
So you, you're telling me that you had never had any contact with this woman prior to Friday night at Mr. East. That yeah. the first, I mean, when she walked in, is the first time you had any contact with her ever. Yeah. Let's stick by it. Whether you guys, whatever, whether mm. you guys like it or not. Mm -hmm. You gonna see her again? I, I don't know. I got. Uh, I don't know what I'm. I have nothing. I have nothing in the hopper yet. It's Monday. I know it's money, Doogie. I'm just starting a new work week. All right. Yeah, you're gonna and call you're her married. Yeah. Wait, you're married. The day of the week. You're married. Well, how are you gonna contact her again? I don't know. Facebook. I said, Doogie. I don't know what what part can I can. What part Facebook? doesn't you're your reptilian so brain understand so that? Secretive and weird that it's it makes us not believe you. Like just say. I oh, don't care, Charlie. I just what you believe. Say, what you do and don't believe. Just did you meet a girl or did you already know her? You're being very secretive and weird right now. I'm not. Yeah, you are. You're being Mr. Secrets. What the f ever? You are. Did you invite her to the strip club Saturday night with no. Ian Crystal? No. I do want to find out about that strip club visit. Uh, we'll get to that in just a minute. Dushy, can you give us a quick shizzy? Yeah. Here's shizzy on Rover's Morning Glory. In Savannah, Georgia, there was a 32-year-old man by the name of Matthew Smith who was found dead. He was crushed to death while allegedly attempting to steal a Cadillac converter from a vehicle. Catalytic, not Cadillac. Cadillac converter. No, no, no. Catalytic. A converter from uh -huh. a vehicle. And they, uh, cops were called and they believed that the car just fell on him and crushed him. So, so he must have jacked the car up. Uh-huh. Slid under it to try to get this catalytic converter yeah. out. The jack slips and he, he gets crushed. I mean, I'm sorry that the guy died, but I also am yeah, I'm not sorry, I it's guess. Karma. I mean, yeah. There is a giant seaweed bloom that is so large it can be seen from outer space and it's heading towards the coast in Florida, the Gulf Coast. It's around 5,000 miles wide and it's believed to be the largest oh in history. God. And it's drifting between the Atlantic coast of Africa and the Gulf of Mexico. It's this huge, thick mat of algae. It can provide some, like a habitat for marine life and absorb some carbon dioxide. However, this giant bloom now also can have disastrous consequences as it gets closer to the shore. For example, coral can be deprived of sunlight, which it needs, and the seaweed decomposes that can then release hydrogen sulfide, which has a bad impact on the air. So this thing is huge. They say it's two, It's twice the width of the United States. Oh, my God. Oh. That's how big it is. It's so nasty uh, at the beach when yeah. there's it's just filled with, like, all that gross yep. seaweed washed up. Like, I went oh, to I the beach that. a year ago, and, like, I had to almost crawl over a, yep. a huge mound of that stuff in order to get into the water. And then when you're in the water... It's, it's like so much of it was coming at me and like tangling. It felt like you were being attacked by an octopus or something. It was, ugh, it was nasty. So we did change our daylight savings times. We did correct the time, and I'm sure everybody feels it today. So today is National Napping Day. The day is observed every year, the day following the return of daylight savings time. So you well, lost an hour. Wouldn't yesterday be the napping day on Sunday? No, today. It, Okay. Well, you I not yesterday. You, I went to bed you just Saturday night. I don't know. No, you Sunday don't feel morning, it. No, you don't feel it till today. Oh, I didn't know that delayed reaction. Well, I went to bed on Saturday night, 
And I put my phone, I had my phone up, I, I got into bed, it was about one o'clock in the morning, phone's working. I wake up Sunday morning and my phone is completely dead. I mean, it wasn't the battery that had died, it just, it was like complete, it wouldn't turn on, it wouldn't respond, so there's some way you can like reset your iPhone to like boot it up again and... Um, I had to do that, and I wonder if it was related to the time changes. Did you guys have any? Because this never happens to no. me. Did you guys no. have any issues? No. Mm -mm. Nope. Mm. And speaking uh -huh. of daylight saving time, um, the sun sets an hour later, and the daytime will get longer and longer each day. It'll set, the sun will set up like a minute or two later every day. So, this is pretty interesting. Nice side effect of this is a little bit of less crime. A study a few years ago found that crime rates dropped 7% during daylight saving time. A home security system company just looked at property crime rates, specifically between 5 p.m. and 7 p.m. And here are a few of those crimes that tend to be less common when the sun, set, sun sets later in the day. Stolen cars, robberies and muggings, thefts from buildings, property damage, shoplifting, and breaking into cars to steal stuff. And finally... We uh, told you some entertainment news that we were going to give you the Razzie Awards. And this, of course, is the best of the worst. So these are the worst movies, worst actor. And we'll start with, with worst picture went to Blonde. Did anyone see that movie? I think the one that the, uh, I saw it on the thing last night. Marilyn, is that the Marilyn Monroe one? Or yeah. What is mm -hmm. it? yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Blonde was the worst picture. Worst actor went to Jared Leto for Morbius. Somebody emailed me and said that was actually a good movie. I actually I, thought it got pretty good reviews, too. I didn't watch it, but didn't it make a bunch of money? It got horrible reviews. It didn't make anything. Everybody oh, it make hated anything? it, and then it okay. came back to the theater because yeah. everybody online started saying, we want to see Morbius. And the movie <laughs> was so, so bad, so stupid. They re-released it just a couple months later, and then nobody went to go see it a second time. Worst supporting actor went to Tom Hanks in Elvis. Worst screen couple went to Tom Hanks in his latex face in Elvis <laughs> as a couple. I heard some insane things about this Elvis guy yesterday that I didn't know. That he's, I guess, still, Austin? He's still talking in an Elvis accent. He still talks like Elvis, yeah. But then, I didn't do any research on this, but it was on the red carpet. They said that after he got done filming Elvis... He had such a mental breakdown, he had to go yep. to the hospital. He did. It was such a powerful performance that he did. He was totally. exhausted. All that stuff is just made up. Yeah, for it's the Oscars. So yes. Isn't it so he gets the award and goes, yes. oh, he was so invested in it. Yes. Give him the Oscar. Now he's going to come out and say, it was a breeze. Right. Are you, you saying you like ditch diggers going to work every day and they come home and they, you know, they, they're able to survive. But this guy, this guy, what, what a, I mean... What a true hero this guy is, right? Oh, he what an was, inspiration. I actually thought he did a great job. I, I enjoyed it. Oh, he was convincing, yeah, yeah. As, as Elvis for sure. Yeah, I did enjoy that movie. And real quick, Jason Derulo in the news because he tipped a food server $5,000. Mm -hmm. Derulo and his entourage of about 18, they ate out in Omaha, Nebraska. The final bill came to $800. Jason added another $5,000 for the tip. The server thanked Jason for paying for his education. And he said the server said tuition was due last week. I hadn't been able to pay it. So getting that money took a lot of stress out of my life. That is pretty cool. So Jordan split the tip, the $5,000 tip with the, the restaurant co-worker there. And 
Now that picture and this story is everywhere for him being a really nice guy. That's the shizzy on Rover's Morning Glory. We will be right back on Rover's Morning Glory. Hang on. Warning. Listening to this show automatically lowers your credit score. Sorry about it. <laughs> We're back with Rover's Morning Glory. Crystal on Saturday night. This is after he was out Friday night at Mr. E's with <clears throat> Melanie. Right? Oh! Oh, you've already oh. met up with Melanie. Busted. You've, you've mentioned Melanie a bunch of times. No, I didn't. You've met up with her before. You've mentioned her before. No, I haven't. Uh-oh. Nice try, dude. Oh, why are you keeping this Melanie a secret? Was it Melanie... That's saying. That's a yes. That's a yes. Whatever. She hot? Uh, I'm not saying. Melanie has talked to us before, and she said she didn't care if you mentioned her. Why no. do you keep her a secret? Uh, I don't know if it's the same Melanie or a di is this the same, the same Melanie, Melanie or a different of Melanie? It's the same Melanie. I don't think so. He's gonna. See, so you just gave him that out, Rover. Of course, it's the same Melanie. I don't know. But you say you never talked to her, never met her before. She just walked into the bar. Yeah, I'm standing by it. I don't care what you guys say. Wait, why'd you well, lie then? She says, I was the girl who sat down by him. He asked me to dance to that song because I told him Pink Floyd was one of my favorite bands as the song was beginning. So Jeffrey immediately just, hey, let's dance. He was a complete gentleman, she says. And I also happen to be a big fan of Rover's Morning Glory. So it was a big bonus seeing him there. Made my night, made my whole year. So maybe she has not met him before. Maybe this is a different Oh, yeah, it does sound like a different melody. Oh, okay. Well, it sounds like Jeffrey's telling the whole truth there, right? I think everybody owes him an apology. Yeah, I don't get one. So what's the point? I apologize. So let's talk on Saturday. So you and Crystal were planning to go out to a strip club on Saturday. That's and I right. I said, you know, is it, why don't you take her out to dinner in advance or anything like that? Um, did you offer? Did you guys make plans? Tell me how it went down, Jeffrey. Uh, oh, we, we talked about it on the aftermath. About the, the whole idea of um, yeah, this idea, and um, so it, you know, we talked about it off the air about the one place we well, I had in mind because it's a place I've been to before pre-pandemic. Uh, oh, I'm sure it's a probably a real nice strip club if Jeffrey's been there before. I mean, if if this is a strip club that you want to take a girl to on the first time she's ever been to a strip club. This is the one to take her, I'm sure. All right, so what kind of place was this, Jeffrey? Oh, it's just like, uh, it's, it's, it wasn't, it's, it wasn't really, really like one of the class, it wasn't like one of the higher end ones. It was like mid-range mm -hmm. type, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. where, where everything mm -hmm. was trying to be like, you know, like, I was kind of like lower end price-wise. Like a hole in the wall? No, it wasn't a real hole in the wall. It's, 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 it's an established place. Okay. All right. So what happened? I go. So I go to pick her. I, I, I go. I go to pick her up. 
Oh, okay. Well, we made right. plans. We made plans, you know, like because like, I need her address, so I can go pick her up. So, oh, I, oh, that's that's good. So you got her address out of her. Okay, step. Oh, on. wow, you did that. So you you drive all the way over to the east side of town to pick her up. Mm-hmm. Okay, all and right. then uh, we go to the place. You know, we. Do you get any drinks before any pre-drink at all? Or no, no? We need pre-game. Go straight straight there. We just so, went smart right sober. there. Sober. Oh, I drink at my okay. house. I yeah. knew Jeffrey was picking me up, and I sent Krista a message like, oh, I'm a little nervous because I like to be in control and drive my own car. Charlie's girlfriend? So, yeah, so letting her him pick me up was yeah. already a, lot. a big step. So I was like, let me at least have a beer. Well, did you think he wasn't going to show? Because Friday after the show, didn't he say, let's let's leave it open-ended? He did. You? Like he, he did say that. <laughs> yeah, he was like, let's not make plans for sure. And Chris was like, what the hell? Is already trying to back out of it. Yeah, he said, in case my wife wants to hang out with me, I, you know, I want to make sure, I, just just in case. But so, then he showed up on time? He actually messaged me Saturday morning to say, hey, I'm still good. I'm on for yep. tonight. And I was able to talk to my wife about letting me go. Oh, oh, so you wow. told your wife? Yeah, I told my wife. Crystal to a strip yeah, club? I, was, uh, I just told her, I explained to her that, hey, you know, she's never been to a strip club before, you know, and my wife doesn't hate the idea of me going to strip clubs, so she laid down some pretty strict ground rules. You oh, know, yeah? I, like what? What is what is? No lap dances, no putting the dollars in the um in the garter and whatnot and that kind of stuff. Those you know? are your favorite things. That's the whole yeah, point but going. Still, but still, Charlie, I want her to have the fun. No motorboating? No motorboating, yeah. none of that crap. You got oh, yeah. the biggest balls, man. You tell your wife you're going to the strip club with a co-worker. Yeah, and then not only that, the other thing was, the, only, the main reason why I told her is because I know that she's got family that actually listens to the show. You don't know who's listening, and they could listen, and they could blab it to her if I try to keep it from her. Mm-hmm. They'd blab it to her, and then she confronts me about it. Then it's a whole it's a whole S show. Yeah, okay. Did, so did I was trying to avoid offer, a whole S show. Okay. Did you offer to take Mary Elizabeth with you Saturday? Uh, no. Three of you could go out. Mary Elizabeth no, does not like strip clubs. She would because, okay. like, you remember the debacle we I ran? I got yelled at when uh, when we did that one thing in, at the German strip club when we were in Germany. I don't know. What? I wasn't there. Oh, I know that douchey, but uh, Rover say was what there. Happened. Okay, he me and remember. me and Mary Elizabeth went to a strip club in Germany with Rover and B two. Uh huh. And I think what happens was the girl took a sip of my drink and um, dripped it into my mouth. Ew. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Spit Did you it. lay down and then yes. she like spit your went- own drink into your mouth? Oh, <laughs> oh wow. Nasty. So gross. Yeah. And my wife was not too thrilled about that. So she got, I got, uh, oh, we got, we got it on when we got back to the hotel. And um, like physically, sexually, you got it yeah, on? Yeah, sexually. Oh, wait! Right. So, so that turns that turns Mary Elizabeth on. That, Other women uh, hitting that on for you. something because she she was making she was asserting that I'm her man. So that yes. was just, uh, but right. but still I still I still got I still I still got a little poon. All know, right. Poon so hang. you tell Mary Elizabeth I'm taking Crystal to a strip club and she lays your wife lays down the ground rules. Uh, you say okay, honey. So then you go you pick Crystal up. Mm-hmm. How's she looking? How's, how's oh, she Chris, Oh, Crystal was looking. She had the uh, the rip the black ripped jeans that ripped at the knee. She had this. Uh, she had a sweater on because it was cold that night. But, she, but underneath, she had like a top where it's kind of like netting under, like just under like her, like on her side. Yeah, like fi- not like fish but it looked like a screen. How was the sweater oh, mesh? How was the sweater oh, meat? <laughs> What's to say uh, her rack was uh, was on this? Well, it wasn't totally on display, but you know, you could, you could, you could, you know, see the shape of it. Oh. Did she look good enough to make it move? Oh yeah, but unfortunately, like I said, I got a dead D down there, so I got to work on that. And you have a wife. All right. <laughs>
Now, I'll tell you, he you... did arrive early. We had discussed that he would pick me up at 9.30 so we could be to the club at around 10 because uh, he wanted to get there very early. And Charlie suggested we should get there around 10 at least, like at, at the earliest. I feel like a strip club really starts popping off later in the evening. You don't want to get there too early, you know? And so yeah. at 8 o'clock, he texted me, I'm on my way. Oh, because I was, oh I was, I was, God, I was, I was taking into account possible drive time, you know, because mm -hmm. of the neighborhood she lives in might be like, it's kind of like far off the freeway and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to be late. I think I mean, he wanted you to be coming out of the shower an as he gets there. No, he was going to take me. I was just accounting for like, you know, just so I wouldn't have to rush. Yeah, right. so he got there at around 8.45 and oh, came right geez. to the door. He knocked, but I ran out because I have a dog and stuff. And I already did the dog went outside thing. I don't want to have him come in. I'm just going to run out to his car. He's just picking me up. Uh-huh. So I ran out. He was hoping you invite him in. No. Uh -huh. Have a drink. Come on. Yes. No. That's why I was thinking he wanted to leave his house as early as possible to get out of the house. Yeah. That's really why right. I thought he wanted to come early. And then, yeah, the first thing he said to me was that I'm a slutty dresser. Oh, and so he wasn't well, sure, you did admit that on the air. sure what I was going to wear. That's he the knew first that I was line. A slutty dresser. Oh, so hi. You're a slutty dresser. <laughs> I like that. Wow. He mentioned it twice to me. That's why I was, I, it kind of stuck in my brain. I was like, oh, okay, all right. Well, I did dress slutty a little bit. I mean, we're going to the strip club. I mean, what do you expect? <laughs> wow. All right. So then you get in the car and uh, he, you, you don't let him in then? No, I, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. No, I didn't. <clears throat> I'm so choked up. Um, and it was actually, his car was relatively clean. I was very surprised. It only had like maybe a Slim Jim wrapper in the front, kind of like a man thing, you know, a couple wrapper, <laughs> yeah. but not, it was very, it was pretty clean. My son likes those. Did you okay. clean out the car before the date? No, you didn't have to. I mean, it was, I've always kept my car clean. Right. Ah. Right. Yeah, okay, douchey. So, all right. So That's she, coming from somebody that has to carry a dozen bags on her wrist, and uh, she has a, complains about her shoulder. Burn. Right, right, right. All right, so you, she gets in the car. You guys go where? Do you, you don't go out to dinner first or anything to try to extend this date? You don't say, hey, do you want to go to a bar? I already had dinner. Okay, all right. You don't suggest... Why don't we go to a cheap bar to maybe get our buzz on before we go to the higher price strip club? That would have been, I'm, I'm just saying, if this was a date that I was doing, that would have been one of the methods I would have tried. Did you do it? Jeff? No, I did not do that method. No, we just, just went straight right, to the right, strip club. Yeah. Well, yeah, because okay. when I got in the car, he told me that he only had $20 on him and he had to put <laughs> 10 of it in his tank to come pick me up. Or else yep. we wouldn't have had any gas. Otherwise, we'd have been stranded, and that was that was I was taking the lesson two evils. So he has ten bucks to work with at the strip club to go to the strip club with. With two of them. Now let me tell you, there was a cover charge of ten dollars. Oh. <laughs> she paid the cover for both of us. I bought the I bought the first round. Wow. Yes. Oh, because so he used 10 because I said, look, I'm not buying your first drink. You're going to have to pay for your first drink. Yeah. Um, but he ended up getting both of ours because the bartender just took his money for both of our drinks. Nice. So after that, he had no money. Okay. <laughs> so he's a charity case. Trevor, on the aftermath, we discussed like how much money you should bring to the strip club. And I think we ended with about... A hundred dollars you should yeah. bring. Please. I'd say if I had got, if I if I could skim something off uh, off my refund if I had gotten it in time. Oh, okay. why did you ask me Friday? Go, hey, do you have any money I could borrow to go to the strip club? I, I don't like. I, I I I have a, I have a, I I'm not one. Too, so yeah, you... for this date, I mean, pull me aside. It doesn't have to be on the air. I'd give you fifty bucks to take her. Oh, I just 
I was always afraid to ask for that kind of stuff. I made sure I had cash on me just in Smart. case. You know, yeah, what if I you, wanted to what give if him you, a dance. What if you didn't? And then he had 10 bucks for the whole night. He would have drank nothing. He would have sat there. Right. You can't buy a dance. You well, can't. They kick you out, right? Eventually. If you just paid Do the they? cover and just Did sat they? and gave no money. Don't drink anything. Don't yeah. drinking. They eventually say, you got to go. And it so, wasn't packed. So they would definitely notice us. Mm-hmm. When you walk in, you go to this uh, strip club. It's the first strip club you've ever been to. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's your first impression, Crystal? Uh, the smell is what hit me first at this place. <laughs> what, what? What? Describe it. I, not musty, but it Feet definitely. Vagina. It did smell. It did have a a weird, dirty smell to it. You know, fishy maybe. It was just so, uh, some weird odor that I was like, oh, this is mm. kind of like you know, not dirty rags, but definitely it was a little musty in a weird way. Okay, so that was the first impression that you had. <laughs> was it a? Aside from the smell, was it a nice place? Was it run down? I mean, from, what did it look like from the... It looked like it needed remodeled, like it's been there since the 80s or 90s, like the, and, and that it stayed that way. Even the chairs, uh-huh. the chair style was like from the 90s, as if they've never remodeled ever. Once it was built, that's how it stayed. There's Jeffrey, no what place rooms, was this? No private rooms either. Um, I don't know if I'd want to say it on. Yeah, I don't know. It I don't want to sound like sound a talk like, Yeah, I don't think you need to say the place, yeah. but I know for a fact it's the place where he once got accused of um, <laughs> getting a little uh, OTPHJ. Uh, um, remember? <laughs> I don't remember. And there's no private rooms. It's just an area with some chairs where if you're going to get an intimate dance. There's no privacy. Oh, that sucks. It's no just back right room? there next to the bar. Well, they, they just do it out in the open. Yeah, oh. but they really want to get down, so then you get to go to the back room. Yeah, there's no back room, no nothing. All right, so you guys go in. What do you do? You have a drink right off the bat? Yeah, I bought, the, like I said, I bought the first round. I had a Stella. What does that mm-hmm. cost there? I mean, is that your whole ten bucks? Uh, uh, her beer and mine was ten. Mine was uh, six. Hers was four. Mm-hmm. Okay, so no tip. <laughs> I, I mean, like I said, I was the last, like, like the last ten dollars I had. Okay, right. I love that. So that, at this point, you're out of the night's just starting. You're out of money, and you pick up the girl that you're with, call her a slut, and then get there. Yeah. And don't tip anything, right? Okay, it's on. this is a good start. All right, so. and give me a, give, give me an E for effort. Oh, I know. E? This is great. An E, not an A, just an E. Okay. He did say an that e he forever. was just there, and he was telling the the girls he was just there to like be with me for my first club experience. That was really mm-hmm. the only reason he came. Mm-hmm. That's sweet. And so, where do you sit? We sit at the bar, and all the girls were sitting at the end of the bar. The bar's empty, and he walks all the way to the end. Like we sit down next to pretty much where the girls are sitting, and like probably their bouncer because he's there all night sitting at the end and all the girls were talking to him so he's probably the bouncer and I was like why do we have to be so close <laughs> why do we have to move so far in Jeffrey I didn't want to be that close yet you, you don't know sit, you don't sit at the uh, like the catwalk or whatever the the stage area the way the um the way the the, um, the way the place is laid out is there's the stage and then there's the bar right there so you have to turn around so if, say like if I'm sitting at the bar at this place I have to turn around like this see the girls dancing. Right. There were seats at the catwalk area. Yeah, so you could that's sit right there. Yeah, to right. see the girls. Right up front. Right. Yeah. Good shot. There of was the... nobody sitting there. We could have sat there. 
Well, the because girls you were, guys went so early. The yes, strip club, yeah. was, they probably just opened their doors. They're probably counting their money or what, like they're doing their stuff in advance. And yeah, they're trying to get their buzz on. The dancers told me that it doesn't get busy until like 12 o'clock or later. Because uh, oh, the guys, usually uh, people go party and then they go, hey, you know, we should go to the strip club. Right, yeah. So no one, no one makes their first stop the strip club. Like no sober guy has ever gone, hey, Dieter, let's go to the strip club right off the bat. No. That's an end of the night. You're drunk. Where are you a go sort of thing. So how many people, I mean, how many people were in there? How many other patrons? When we walked in, I would say maybe there were two other people oh, wow. in the bar. <laughs> Dead. Oh, so this is, yeah, was anybody performing? Was anybody performing yeah, on this? Uh, dance on stage? Yeah. Oh, already? Oh, yeah. And okay. Dieter, let me, they were not dancing on stage. They were just like standing, kind of moving slowly because there's nobody Moping. in there for them to dance for. Right. You know, so they're not doing anything. They're just like, then they're looking at themselves in the mirror as they walk back. I mean, they're really doing no dancing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was one girl who I would say was a wannabe stripper and probably um, a meth addict or something. <laughs> I mean, she had no teeth. I mean, her teeth were just those little oh, slivers geez. of teeth. Oh, oh, like, and she had, on a, she had on a fishnet dress and stuff, and she was the first girl to sit down next to us and start talking to us. Um, and she did try to do some stuff on the pole. She would jump on the pole really hard and try to swirl around and then kind of look like a <laughs> she looked like a, she was dropping really slow towards the It was very terrible. I felt bad for her. At least she was trying to do some tricks on the pole and stuff. Scale of one to ten, how were the girls there, would you say? There was one girl that I thought was pretty, pretty hot looking. Oh, that right? I was like, she doesn't, she shouldn't belong in this place. <laughs> and so there was one club. hot girl. Uh, and the, that, I, that I would be attracted to. She's a blonde, you know, nice oh butt, some good uh -huh. boob, you know, not huge uh, knockers, but a decent little rack. So I was like, and she was more fit and she definitely looked like she took care of herself, you know. So are the girls paying yeah. attention to you because this is, they know now that this is your first time ever in a strip club? Oh, as I tell them, they're all like, oh, well, I mean, it's it's early. It's really early. And that's what they're also feeling bad because I'm not getting that experience of the energy in the strip club because right. it's just Jeffrey and I and the girls are just sitting at the bar drinking in between their dances. So it's not. And they're like, oh, oh, well, it gets busy later. You could tell that they're trying to either so get us that a that would have been or... a cue. This would have been, Jeffrey, your cue should have been to hear that and go, you know what? You're right. I want to give her the full strip club experience. Let's go across the street or down the road or whatever to some uh, hole-in-the-wall bar. You get liquored up, Jeffrey, and then you go back to the strip club. Is that what you did? No, well, actually, after we were there for a while. We were there almost till midnight. Yeah, I made him stay. Yeah, you Because I wanted to. to see. A couple guys came in. A guy came in with a stack of money. So I was like, well, maybe his friends are all going to get busy yeah. and popping up in here. We thought, that's what we originally thought. But Jeffrey mm -hmm. had plans in, in his mind because... When we talked about going to the club, we said, let's go to this place. If this place isn't popping, let's go to this other place down the road. And that way we could still get it's just strip club night, like no other plan, just strip club night. But as we're at the club, he was like, hey, there's a birthday party at Mr. E's. So that he was one of the regulars. And I thought, like, maybe. That's why he went So in his mind, he went early, probably because he wanted to leave the club early and get to Mr. E's. Oh, no, he wanted to take me with him to Mr. E's. Oh, oh my God! That's I was like, so I knew I was like, oh, that's so I made him stay till midnight. I was like, oh, we're staying here, and I want to see if this picks up. Like, I want to see, and I so and I want to get him a dance. That so he that was a rule. He wasn't allowed to have a dance. 
Now, he was eyeing um, the one girl who was a black girl, and I know how he likes those ethnic ladies. So mm-hmm. uh, she was dancing. I gave him a few dollars. I said, why don't you go? You're not allowed to put it in the G-string. That's what he told me. No G-string. I just I go, threw it up on the stage. You could oh. throw up some, a few bucks for her. you know. Mm-hmm. So he, he went and did that. And then I asked him if he wanted to dance. He said, no, I'm trying to be respectful of my wife's wishes. So I said, yeah. all right, I'm not going to pressure you. Even a couple dancers asked him, and he said the same thing. No, my wife is... So I said, well, what girl do you want me to get a dance from? Which girl are you interested in? Uh, just to see, you know, because then you could watch her on me. And he's mm-hmm. like, whatever you would like. So I did get a couple I, well, dances. I wanted to give her that freedom of choice. Mm-hmm. Oh, you got some dances? No, I did. She did. Ooh. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I like the, the, the meth girl. She would not leave us alone. She was just right oh, there. Oh, no, you can't, you right can't succumb to that. Oh, you I have did. No. We should have warned her beforehand. There's some girls that just won't leave you alone. Oh, Usually the ugly girls. The bartender said that, too. Yeah. She, the bartender, had been, she's been in the business for 20 years. She was awesome. Um, and she said, some of these girls, they just don't understand. They can't read people. She's like, yeah. and they don't get it. You know? And she goes, oh, some are better than others. And uh, that was the one girl who couldn't read people or anything. And she's like, man, I drove all the way here to make no money. Because nobody's <laughs> there. Nobody in there. Nobody's tipping this girl at all. Yeah. So I was like, so she's like, what about this song? Can I, you want to dance for this song? What about this song? So finally, let her dance for Mambo Number Five. Oh, oh perfect! My God. Oh, that's a good strip song. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh my God! I think we've been in strip clubs like Dater, Charlie, oh. me. I think we've been Mambo. in strip clubs and I actually just paid the girl like I don't want to dance. Go I'll just away. pay you and don't ever come back to me the rest of the night. That's yeah. basically yeah. what I did. I was like, here's the twenty here. Dance for me real quick this song, so that way you can get out of here and yep. leave me alone for the rest of the yeah, night. Yeah, the shortest song, Blur song two yeah. or something like that. You know. Like so like not rhythmic and then it, and she's like trying to climb on me but it's awkward and I was like oh and she's more talking to me than anything I'm like this is so it terrible yeah it was and then the, then the, the second one the second girl was uh, a blonde girl with the long blonde hair the hot girl the hot girl and um, and she uh, I think she I think she told me to tell you that. She thought you were hot. Yeah. Oh, tell her, tell oh. her there. Why not tell yeah. her at the Why not? No, no, I did. I did. Morning. Oh. oh, okay. You did tell All her. Right. Okay. Yeah. All right, no, so I how, how was that dance? That was much better. That was more of what I thought a, a dance would be like. She smelled good even, you know? She was that close to me that I was like, ooh, I could smell her. Was this full nude or just topless? Um, they also had pasties or duct tape on their oh. areolas, so no top. Oh. Like, the, they would come out, but you're not really seeing oh. all I think that, they do you that, know? If they do that, then you can try... Serve liquor. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, so... I mean, that one was good. She was a fairly decent-looking girl. And the guy who came in with the stack, she was talking to him. I understood why. So she's like, I saw you eyeballing me, but she didn't want to step on the girl, the meth girl who was talking to us on her toes, you know? Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. Um, yeah, no, I was like, she was the one I wanted to dance from. After that, that's when we decided. I was like, all right, I'm good now. I can leave. I mean, there's nothing else going so on. When you try to go home, though. Did- I, didn't, I didn't try to go home, but, uh, but well, yeah, we stayed. We he wanted didn't to try see- to go home. He wanted to go to Mr. E's. So we keep trying to, <laughs> that's what I was going to ask. So as, as you get in the car, does he keep saying, let's go to Mr. E's? Oh, no, he. we are going to Mr. E's. There oh, was, oh. I, it's not like he asked me if I wanted to go to Mr. Oh. E's. He said he wanted to take me to Mr. E's so he could blow my eardrums out singing for me. Video of it too. Who cares about that? Video You're at the strip club. Why would well, you leave I mean, the strip club? Why? 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 I just. You don't have any money She bought me. She bought me at the strip yeah. club. You know, I was willing to pay for a dance for him if he wanted to dance. So I was, I was trying to help him out here and there. Yeah, and I do appreciate you trying to. Help I bought out his drink sure. at Mr. E's too. 
So oh, you're captive now, so she takes you to Mr. E's, you watch him perform karaoke or something, yeah. and that's that really gets you in the mood, right? Oh, yeah. He's saying Tina Turner for me. Uh. Oh, yeah. Oh, every girl's favorite. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's um, a lot of singing going on, too. There's, those people were partying. Did you sing? I did not, because after after he sang, we left. What? Oh, just for him. But yeah, because it was, like, oh it was already like one thirty in the morning, oh, and like I went and I was she and um, she had a feeling maybe she wanted to go back home, go to bed. So like I took her back, I took her back to her house. Now here's the funny thing about the time change. I thought it was funny. So it was like I got to my now before the time change, I got back to my house, my place about just before two o'clock in the morning. At that point, the minute I walk into my door, I go upstairs. I look at my phone. It's like oh my god, it's three o'clock in the morning. That yeah, that's how the time change works. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was like, okay, I just roll, and I just after that, you just, just roll with it. Yeah. yeah. I also think he took me to Mr. E's because he did say that usually he gets recognized, and sometimes he doesn't. <laughs> so that, so that, I, was, that, I, I do and don't. Also, was wondering. If so he you, took it was me like there. a flex, like yeah. a celebrity. No, flex. it wasn't. A, yeah. It wasn't. A, I just wanted to be able to do the. You know, be able to take her to the strip club, give her her first strip club experience, and do the karaoke at the same time. But I want to give her consideration first, and then, you know. And at the club, he told me, look, I, he, when we left, he's like, look, I, he didn't even mention the show. He didn't talk about that he was on the show, and uh -huh. he made mention to make sure that he's like, see, like, I didn't even have to say he was on the show. So I was like, so he he was respectful in that he didn't say anything about the show. He wasn't you were there. To use that. That's right. a first. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is this is his whole. Uh, yeah, he, didn't say he, he was wearing Rover's Morning Glory hoodie and pajama pants, probably. But you know, I don't have okay. any pajama pants, Rover. I was wearing my uh, I was wearing a pair of blue <laughs> jeans and my black Steve Jobs turtleneck. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fancy. Well, it sounds well, wait, like Crystal you showed her a good night. Told me I almost died at some point. Oh, yeah. I didn't, oh, I didn't yeah. get the specifics on this. <laughs> on our way home, um, now, Krista did tell me, Charlie's girlfriend, that Jeffrey's a slow driver, so I have nothing to worry about. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I did get in the car, I did notice, like, oh, yeah, he is a rule follower. We are driving very slow, and we're on the way home on the freeway, and I see this car to the right of us, but Jeffrey's just moving over into that right-hand lane. Oh, I have my and turn I, signal on. And I forgot Jeffrey doesn't hear very well either on his right <laughs> side, and that's where I'm sitting. So I'm like, Jeffrey, there's a car next to us. Jeffrey, don't move over. There's a car. Jeffrey, there's a car. We are like halfway into that lane about <laughs> to smash into this car, and he's like, Oh, he's like, that guy was creeping. I had my signal on. <laughs> like, he was very upset. He said, well, that guy's probably rushing home to get his d -S Oh, wow. You know? I did say that. I, yeah, I was, I was speculating why he was in such a rush. <laughs> wow. Yeah, the excuse he yeah. went for was so that guy's probably... <laughs> he had to drop that to so you. Hard. Yeah. Oh, oh, so I saved our lives. Um, oh. All right. Any action between you two, Jeffrey? No. No, nothing. You didn't try to make a move, Crystal. Uh, known uh, slut didn't try to make a move nope. on you. Yeah, I nothing? think uh, she was very ladylike. I was very gentlemanly. Did he walk you to uh -huh. the door after the date? Oh no, 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 no. I just got out of the vehicle. Ran. <laughs> yeah. Got out of the car. Ran. You just dive out of the car. Yeah. <laughs> Flew you out of the car more like. Right. Wait, you didn't try to weasel your way in like you do at all these other girls' homes? No. You he didn't say I have to go to the bathroom or anything. Yeah, that's a good one. No. He oh, said wow. it was later than he expected us being out. Well, he didn't expect changed. us to be that out that late, even at the midnight when we left the strip club. He was like, ooh, it's late. So wow. I don't think he expected us to be out till. 
1.30. It sounds like you had a good time. I'm, uh, you know, we may have to take Crystal out to a, maybe a more polished, a more refined strip club experience at some point. It sounds like she didn't quite get the whole picture of what it's like to go to a strip club. She went to a JLR strip club, which, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, so maybe a follow-up visit is in order at some point. Maybe after Jeffrey gets his tax refund, when he's flush with cash, he could take or it to when, a nicer place. Or when place. I have my new place and I have money maybe. left over from that, then we'll, uh, I'll consider that. Okay. All right, I've got to take a break. We'll be right back. Hang on. New studio, same rotten stench wafting in from the phone screening booth. Ugh. Yeah, some things never change. This is Rover's Morning Glory. What do you have on the way, Doogie? I know Jeffrey likes big boobs. Well, have I got a story about a woman with maybe the biggest boobs I've ever seen. I'll tell you the story and have pictures for you coming up next. All right, we'll get to that in just a moment. I did something uh, over the weekend that will be sure to make Snitzer very, very jealous. I'll tell you about that in just a moment. Marcellus, you're on. I think that's how they pronounce this guy's name. You're on Rover's Morning Glory. Good morning. Hey, what's up, Rover? I just had one burning question in my brain. Um, he goes out all the time with all these women, right? Why not? You're already living like you're divorced. Why not you get a divorce? You don't ever go out with your wife. Ever, Jeffrey. So why is it you just don't leave? Obviously, you're happier without her because you live like you don't have a wife. The kids are grown. So why not just live like you already do and stop wasting your wife's time? I don't, I don't, I don't know what to say. Um, I'm just saying that, uh, I don't know. I just don't know how to answer that question, my friend. I'm answering. I just still, did. Do you still love her? Yeah, I'm still with her. No, but do you still uh -huh. love yeah, her? Yeah, I still love her. I mean, I'm still are with her. I go home to her. In Well, are you? You go home to her. You don't spend time <laughs> with okay, her. Marcellus. Okay, Marcellus. What's the last time you did something you, with okay, your wife? Okay, pal, whatever. Well, no, no, that is true. You're always out with these other floozies. I mean, I'm not talking about Crystal. I'm saying these other floozies, Jeffrey. You're always out with them. I, sometimes I go out by myself. I meet people. What, what can, you know? But, but how come you don't go out with her? go out by yourself. Yeah, okay. How come you don't go out with Mary Elizabeth? We, I've gone out with her on, on a few occasions. You know, we, we, we go to uh, comedy <laughs> shows and whatnot. So we've done uh, stuff together. When was the last time you and Mary Elizabeth went to a comedy show? Oh, uh, that was when um, Tammy Pescatelli was in town last year. Okay, so a year ago, you did something with your wife. You've been out with a skank every weekend night since then. <laughs> not, a, not every weekend not every night. night. Usually uh, by yeah. myself. So right. I have All a right. question. Are you, you say you love her, but are you in love with her? Well, I don't know, uh, dude. I wouldn't know how to. I, I mean, coming from somebody that's never that hasn't had a relationship yeah, that's yet. Take a so. slam. I'm just asking <laughs> a legit. I was in a relationship and I loved the person, but I wasn't in love with them anymore. I, yeah, I'm still in love with her. You know, I just we just got just gotta just you know just get you know get some more intimacy and, and um you know. But your D's broke. You said I know that, Dieter. But there are other ways. I think I could. I'm trying to come up with workarounds. We don't necessarily <laughs> oh, yeah. have to have the intercourse, but still. Your tongue still work? Oh, definitely. Uh -huh. Yeah, I tongue so, with her. Why not go down before, before I leave for work? Go down morning. south of the border. Uh, let's see. Last time I went, there, remember what happened? Yeah, the last time I went. Yeah, right. I all right, like all right, years all right, ago. guys. You've never tried since. 
You've I, I always keep telling her, I keep telling her, hey, look, let's find a way to do something beautiful or, you know, something like that. You know, I try to, I'm not a demanding person. Well, why don't you make an appointment? Just just say. We don't put sex out of schedule or we make appointments. We try, try not try. You should yeah, try but it. it's not working with no schedule, maybe right. try right. a schedule. Right. Doogie hater Dave 72, you're on Rover's Morning Glory. Good morning. Good morning, Rover. Hey, I think I'm calling Jeffrey out because Jeffrey, you said you didn't want to put no money in any garters, get any lap dances for respect for your wife. You sat there at the IX center taking pictures of your penis with your kids right outside the door yeah. and, and talking about it on the radio. You didn't care then if any of her family heard that. Well, at the time, I didn't think it were, I didn't think I get caught with someone with uh, calling me out on that one. So now yeah. it's like I'm trying yeah, to but change. The, the, the best part about that is Jeffrey totally glosses over the fact, and all of these quote unquote friends that look out for him. How did we learn about that, Jeffrey? Uh, you guys. Well, they, well, I'm not going to answer a question. I'm not going to answer a question. You guys already know the answer. I don't to. remember the that. Who, the yeah, person right. we nice sent try, the deep pics to told us about it. There right? you go. You just answered your own question. So, all right. So, Dugiator Dave, you know, do think? Yeah. Hey, Rover, Rover. I don't. You know what it is? I don't think. I think he made up that lie. Just. Because he knew he didn't have any money to spend for on Crystal. So he made up that lie saying that he was respecting his wife. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's just a and another well, lie, you hear, Dave, you know, um, like I said, my wife laid out some. I told my wife that, you know, where I was going. She laid out some ground rules and they have to be obeyed. Yeah, he respects his wife so much that he went to a strip club with a female co-worker. I mean, it makes sense, right? I mean, you do that all the time, right, Theater? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Every weekend. Yeah, I told my wife, hey, listen, honey, uh, this weekend, you just stay at home. Chris and I are going to go hit the strip club. And she said, perfect. Great. Thank you for showing me that respect, Rover. Yeah. So you're doing it the right way, Jeffrey. Okay. Uh, are you ready for the shizzy doozy? Yeah. Here we go. Residents in storm-battered California, they're bracing for yet another event that's going to happen today. And a lot of areas will be flooding from heavy rains last week that caused extensive damage and at least two fatalities. It's the 11th such river event to hit the U.S. West this winter this season. And more than 17 million people are under flood watches across California and Nevada early this morning. They say that rainfall totals of up to eight inches is possible across the northern and central parts of California today. So they just cannot get a break. With well, since this weather event's happening, it looks like late meat will get a refill. What? Remember how we had how they had the droughts all the way out on the west coast, and Lake Mead was just going down, oh, the water was going down, and people. And we were talking about bodies popping up, you know, because everyone's being dumped in Lake Mead, which is in Nevada. So it's finally getting a refill. All right. So we have been talking about don't go to Mexico, whether it's spring break or for these procedures or whatever it may be. Now I hear this story. Three women have been missing for two weeks after they traveled from Texas to Mexico for a shopping trip. No, shopping? they were selling clothes. It said they were the ones selling oh. the clothes. Wait, they what? Go, let me take. 
Yeah, I read that they were selling their own clothes in Mexico for it, whatever reason. Oh, like a, a shopping trip, like a flea yeah, yeah, market. Like a flea market. Yeah, to yeah. do like exchange. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it was all for shopping. They did this at this flea market, and now they're gone. Two weeks after traveling, they can't yeah. find these three women. They're in their 50s. There's a 53-year-old, a 48-year-old, and then a 47-year-old. So it's just crazy. The FBI have been contacted and they now know they're missing, so they're trying to figure out where the heck these women are. So I am guessing my next person that I'm going to tell you about, she might have gone to Mexico to get surgery because she has the largest breast I think I've ever seen. She's an Instagram model, and she has crowned herself as the Uniboob Queen. Uniboob? Yeah. She has 38J implants. Oh, this chick. Yeah, I've been following her for a while. That's what? Gross. But one of her boobs exploded. Yeah, yeah. that's oh. the story. That's why she's uniboob. Look, yep. yeah. look, ex- look at the lips on her, though. Yeah. A, they look like they remind. She's like it's almost like she wants to be a human brat style because the way they're the way they're the way that they're the characters are drawn. They have big Ugh. lips. My daughter, you was into that when she was a lot younger, when well, she was a little kid. So, so she's Ugh. thirty years old, and just last month, one of her breasts. There you go. There's a picture oh, on RMG TV. One of her breasts exploded. Which is why she is called the Uniboob. That that's so. Uh, what is wrong with these people? I mean, I, I guess whatever. It's your body. You can do what you want. But, but then, I, I look at somebody like this, and I go, they have some serious mental issues. They well, love the attention, Rover. They go out. Everybody's staring at them. But not for a good. Not, not for a good reason. They don't care. Yeah. They don't care if it's good or bad. They just want the looks. That's all. So, do you have the latest picture? Because she lost. All this weight after she had breast reduction surgery, and mm-hmm. she went from 5,000 cc implants to a mere 700 cc. Because mm. once her one boob popped, she said she was going to go back to being more natural body. Let's yeah. see her. Where is she? Not the see this. Oh, come yeah. on. Is there a natural? I saw a picture of her. Oh, I have to look it up in a different place. Oh. Search. Okay. Google it. It says here in the article that oh. she lost. Yeah, it says it. She just doesn't show it. Okay. All right. Uh, speaking of women, according to the National Youth Risk or Youth Risk Behavior Survey, young women are more likely to be smoking marijuana. They say drinking and drug use has decreased when compared with previous generations. It's an interesting find to realize that those effects are seen less among women. So, I don't I don't know a lot of pe- women that are getting high. I know a lot of men are. So I found this interesting that no, I, think are, a, I think a lot of i don't think it it is uh i mean it's probably more guys than girls i guess but i think there are a lot of women out there smoking weed okay. crystal shaking her head That's she's high preference. right now as a matter of fact yeah here's the model real quick the one who lost all the weight from the boobs oh, yeah. it's gone oh wow totally natural looking yes wow oh my god i mean even in her armpit. Oh. Very yeah, natural. Hair. What's happening to her ass there? Like, she has well, that's ass still huge. Oh, yeah. She has, of course. She has huge. She's got a huge ass. She was once in the news because she wanted to have the fattest vagina lips of all time. <laughs> what are you doing following her? <laughs> that's what, what he's hoping to see. Wow. She has, how, do you, how does one get the fattest vagina lips? I think she was getting I think she was injections. Getting, I think she was getting implants into them. Yeah, interesting. All right. I mean, there was. Wow. I'm trying to. Find, I say one thing: bigger lips than Mick Jagger. Yeah, that's what I would say too. Does he have vagina lips? 
Remember, oh, Eddie, Murphy no. made, Eddie Murphy made fun of Mick Jagger because of his big lips back right. in 1983. Here is, uh, yeah, here she is. Uh, almost, she almost died trying to get the world's fattest vagina. <laughs> is this the same person? Yeah, it's like Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, her that's face, her, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I guess she's... Um, yeah, disgusting. how does one get... Uh, is it fat injections in your vagina lips? Is it collagen? Is it... Uh, Guys, I'm going to have to do some more research. Are you just pumping? I mean, I've... I've seen that, like uh, porno, like uh, there's like these women will pump their vaginas, oh, to, yeah. Like, oh yeah, poof the them up or something. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I don't, you know, the stuff about fetishes. I understand if it's pleasurable or you know even kinky or whatever, but what is that doing for the woman to pump her vagina lips like that? Now maybe for the, the guy flow. it's something. Yeah, but is it really? You think it's, it's more it's sensitive? That's what it's mm. supposed. That that's the whole purpose of it. It's okay. more sensitive. NASA. Oh, here's it, what she looked like before. I'll bet she was hot. Yeah, just normal. Yeah, the, a regular stripper. That's her. Yep. Yeah. Why does she have to do all that? Wow. All right. NASA is currently monitoring an asteroid with a one in six hundred and seven chance of hitting Earth on Valentine's Day in twenty forty six. At about 160 feet wide, the asteroid, which they're calling 2023-DW, would do some damage, serious damage, if it reaches the surface of Earth. So put this in your your, your books, in your notes. 46? 2046? Yeah, 2046 okay. asteroid. God, I'll be like, I'll be 75 years old. Over the weekend, a skier by the name of Michaela Schifrin made history by breaking the all-time record with her 87th World Cup win. The previous record holder was skiing legend Ingemar Stenmark. The win was extra special because it came at the same resort where she won her first ever World Cup race back in December of 2020 or of 2012. In track and field, Miami Dolphins wide receiver Tyreek Hill, who many believe to be the fastest player in the NFL, won a 60-meter race at the U.S. Track and Field Indoor Championships over the weekend. He clocked in at 6.70 seconds to win his race in the age of 25 to 29 division. That's not bad at all. Oh, he was flying. Yeah. yeah they say he's the fastest in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. So congratulations to that. And for box office, the screen movie we told you about that was going to be released did better than expected. Number one movie, $44.5 mm. million. It's Scream 6. And it is, I believe, the best reboot. Last year's Scream only got $30 million, So I think this is the best one that they've done, this box office number for the Scream franchise. So they did really, really well. Creed 3 came in at $27.2 million, And then in third place was 65 That had $12.3 million. There you go. That's the shizzy on Rover's Morning Glory. When the yet goes down, you better be watching. TV. Watch it live at RoboRadio.com. Something uh, very, very short story I have. Something uh, weird happened that Snitzer, Snitzer is going to be so jealous of. Uh, I've got to take a break. I'll tell you what that is uh, right after this. We'll be right back on Rover's Morning Glory. Hang on. Yep. Oh, work sucks less when you got Rover's Morning Glory, sucker.
crazy story out of Washington State I want to tell you about in just a minute. Charlie said that he would be able to instantly hear anyone breaking into his house, remember? He'd hear that and he'd be able to take action while uh, this couple was unable to do that. I'll tell you that story in just a moment. But uh, Snitzer may, or maybe he won't be jealous. I don't know. Um, I had a little Snitzer moment over the weekend. B2 and I went out to dinner on Saturday night with another couple that uh, that we know. And we go to this restaurant and uh, they, we were waiting for the table to be ready. So we're standing at the bar and this is, I think it's a new restaurant, I guess. I, I'd never been there before. It just opened a couple months ago. So the place is packed. And um, the couple that I'm with, um, they live in the area. And uh, while we were at the bar, Another group comes up and uh, they knew the couple that B2 and I were with. And so we were introduced and uh, uh, I started talking to him for a little bit. Um, started talking to this guy for a couple of minutes and uh, we're just talking about this, the first time we've all been to this restaurant. They live very close. They uh, This guy knew the couple that I was with. He actually went to... A high school with the woman, um, and uh, they all just ended up here by happenstance or whatever, and uh, and that was it. That was the extent of of our conversation. And then the guy walked away, and the guy that I was with goes, "That's a very very smart guy. One of the smartest guys I I know." I go, "Oh really?" He goes, "Yeah." He sold his first business for three point two billion dollars. I go, holy mackerel, $3.2 billion. He goes, yeah, and now he runs GameStop. No! And, and it's the yes. Chewy guy oh, that, that Snitzer guy. loves. Yeah. I, now, do you still love the Chewy guy? Or you loved the Chewy guy for a while. I, I did for a while, made my money, got out. But yeah, that's now cool. You don't, now you don't care about the I Chewy guy anymore. anymore. It's, it's, it's GameStop's going into the ground right now. But uh, that's cool, though. That's awesome. Wow. That's crazy. Uh, but the guy just wearing like jeans and a t-shirt, completely unassuming, didn't look like a billionaire. Uh, and uh, yeah, he run what pet.com what, what did he run before pet pet petco or something? Uh, and I, he started Chewy, I guess. Oh, that's it. Yeah, sold I'm sorry, it to, wow. sold it to uh, PetSmart or somebody for that's three billion dollars, I guess. And uh, so that was uh, I thought Snitzer might be a little bit impressed because awesome. I remember he loved the Chewy <laughs> guy. I did. All the rage for a second, yeah. He, when they took when he took over GameStop <laughs> or whatever, world. and he's like, "This is going to be great. This guy's going to do good things." I go, "Why? I don't know. I just like the Chewy guy." Uh, so, oh, his name's uh, Chewy because he owns Chewy, right? Oh, Chewy. correct. Okay, Chewy, yeah, the pet supply. His name's not Chewy, he's just, right? He's, but he's calling him the Chewy guy because he's from Chewy, right? Oh, okay. Um, there's a story in Washington State that. Um, it's pretty crazy. So this woman, and I'm going to get these names completely wrong. Her name is Zora Sedegi. She's 33 years old. She lives with her husband named, uh, he has a different last name, something Naziri or something. Um, and they live together in this $2 million home in Redmond, Washington. The husband is a uh, 
used to work for Google and now a lead software developer for Amazon. And the woman, as I said, Zora, 33 years old, she is a podcast host. Now, I don't have all of the details, and I think that some more details will probably come out. But apparently this guy named Ramin Kodakamirizai, who's 38 years old and lives in Texas, uh, half, you know, far away, he somehow became fixated on this podcast host, this woman. Now, I don't know what her podcast was, what the hell it was about. I have no clue. And uh, he reaches out, they strike up some sort of conversations and whatnot, but one thing leads to another, and this truck driver becomes obsessed with this podcast host to the point where he's calling her more than a hundred times a day. The podcast host uh, filed a restraining order and said that the truck driver would sometimes park on her street hoping to catch a glimpse of her. He would call and text incessantly. He, uh, She blocked him from contacting him on, on her phone, on Telegram, on Instagram, blocked him all across the board. So then he started reaching out to her husband, and he said, I'm going to break up your marriage, and so on and so forth. So they file a restraining order against him back at the beginning of this month against this truck driver. And uh, they, they had a follow-up hearing set for, I think, later this week to go over that. They tried to serve this trucker his restraining order, but they couldn't find him. You know, he's on the road. How are you going to track this guy down? How could they give him the, uh, the paperwork or whatever? Before they can serve him with the restraining order... This guy breaks into their $2 million home at 2 o'clock in the morning, shoots and kills the podcaster and her husband, wow. kills the husband and wife, and then kills himself. The mother of the podcaster was, was in the home. She was able to escape and run to the next door neighbor and call 911. So this guy must have been some sort of weirdo stalker. Now... The thing that makes me a little bit suspicious about this, that this is all over the news, and it said this is a podcast host that had this stalker. But there might be a little bit more to it because in the court filings, the, uh, the husband says that um, the husband and wife, the wife says that, yes, she met this guy, this trucker, started having some conversations with him in 2021, met him in person in 2022, and she kept these interactions secret from her husband. Mm. So I think this this whole thing, it's a, sort of a, a sexy story to say that a guy was stalking a podcast yeah. host. You know, like, wow, how great is this podcast? This guy must have become, or how hot is the chick? She he must become completely obsessed with her. I think there's more to this. I think these, I think the trucker and the wife, I don't know for sure, they might have been carrying on and having an affair. And then she tries to cut it off. And you know how crazy these guys can be when you cut it off. Um, when they say that they, at some point, Rover, they had some kind of relationship, it sounds like they didn't. Yeah, it was an educational uh, podcast. 
About tech, right? No, uh, assisting Farsi-speaking persons in finding jobs in the tech field. Yes. On Clubhouse, which is, I wouldn't really say this is a podcast. Clubhouse? That's like a, uh, That's where you just, know, how would you describe that? A group audio thing or something? Yeah. I don't know how you would. So she um, helped him get a job in tech, and then he just got obsessed with her. Here it says here, uh, the husband wrote when, they, so the husband and wife, the podcaster and the, uh, and the husband have to do this uh, restraining order. And he says that his wife first told him about Kodakara Mazarani in late 2021 and described him as the member of a new friend group, whatever that hmm. means. Uh, court records say that the, that uh, the podcaster and this guy, this truck driver, met in person in 2022, and the podcaster hid some of their interactions from her husband. Why would you do that, Dieter? If you, you, you know, I, why would you hide those interactions if there was nothing? She should tell her husband every time she meets up with the guy to help him find a job. I think you don't have to tell him every time. No, but if there are, quote, interactions or he's stalking or texting or whatever, you know, it seems no, that like. that came out later. Yeah, after she cut it off. Yeah, I think they were having an affair. Yeah, I I'm, think something was going on. I'm sensing I mean, why that else too. would you hide that from your let's see significant if, other? Let's see if that comes out. Something, this will come out. There's no doubt in my mind that this is not exactly the way that this happened, that he's just some obsessed uh, podcast fan or whatever, but... Um, you know, I, 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 there, there are, there are crazy stalkers. Stranger things have happened, and I, I remember in uh, in Denver when I lived in Denver, it happened before I lived there. But there was a, a radio host who uh, went out in the parking lot, and he was shot and killed by a crazed fan. Um, or that there are. Tampa. Oh, oh, oh uh, don't f up. with uh, don't f with Kikumia. Yeah. Oh, the beating, <laughs> the ass beating. <laughs> yes. So there are crazed stalkers out there. Yes. Yes, you're right. Um, but Charlie had the weird bunny suit stalker. I remember that a guy wanted Charlie to dress up in like a bunny well, he's outfit giving or something. Me the bunny suit. I don't know if he wanted me to put it on right there. Yeah, he was just, uh, I think and, so. And a $400 bottle of champagne uh, and uh, some sort of bunny suit or a feather boa. Still not sure. Um, but yeah, that guy's actually, you know, that guy's probably fine. He just wanted Jeffrey pictures of me, not of him. <laughs> just nude and a bunny, yeah. wearing bunny ears yeah. or whatever. Jeffrey, have you ever had a stalker? Has anyone stalked you? Or, I mean, I know you've stalked people. Yeah. Jeffrey's like a celebrity stalker in reverse. Like, <laughs> right. He does the stalking. stalking him, right? He's the one doing the stalking. A fan. Has anyone ever stalked you, Jeffrey? Or no, a fan? Not that I know of. I mean, seriously, no one's ever stalked. I mean, I mean, come on, look at me. I'm just a, I'm just a mentally challenged knucklehead on the radio. What about Detective D? He's been stalking you. He's been seeing you get your keys locked in your car. Yeah, oh, yeah. You mean Detective Dick? Oh, that's uh -huh. what I that's, 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 that's my nickname for him. Okay. 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 Because he's a dick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, that's why. Okay. That, that, that counts. That's like a stalker. Yeah. Didn't like. I don't know. I, I got. I got to come up with a different. I just. I just think that. I th or just detective douchebag doofus. 
Right. Anything, if, if anything, that's, that's, what you mean, that's what you're thinking about right, right. now. Is the has all your info, and that anytime you go out and do something, he knows about it. When you when you lie to us and say you didn't file your taxes yet, this guy calls in and goes, "No, he did it." I would like to know how he got that information to begin with. Because he's stalking you. He's right. hiding out in the bushes. He's admitting yeah, it. I want to find the guy so I can um, kick him in his nuts. Okay. Detective Dick Doofus. <laughs> I like that. Now that's yeah. <laughs> that's good. Three D. Detective yeah. Dick Doofus. Okay, yeah. on All the right. case. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> Maybe we could turn that into like a movie or something. What do you think? I don't know. You guys who probably have the authority on how to write movies and whatnot. I'm you no, you. you write the screenplay. This could be the long-awaited follow-up to. Blood in the studio. Oh, I like yeah, that. After you kill yourself in the first book, spoiler, just sorry, but he jumps off a bridge. Maybe Detective Does Dick... Does he really? Is that how he dies? I how have you not read it? I didn't it takes it. 20 minutes to read it. <laughs> but Detective Dick Doofus has to solve the crime. <laughs> yeah, he comes in, he finds all the clues, puts the evidence together. Oh, I love it. <laughs> uh, all right. So I guess we'll see if, if uh, any of this comes out uh and uh if if it if we find out that she was having an affair or something it's just it's not adding up to me that he was a crazed uh podcast fan i think we'll find out more about but that makes a better story doesn't it yeah if you just have an affair and the guy goes nuts and kills you i mean it's still a story don't get me wrong, but it's not as great as the, oh, he was a crazed podcast fan stalker. Yeah. That's a better story. That gets more clicks. But we'll see if that pans out. Um, all right. Let's see. The Aftermath starts on RMG Plus in just a few minutes. If you don't subscribe to RMG Plus, sign up right now at RoverRadio.com so you can watch or listen live as they get started in just a few minutes. Uh, caller 30 right now, 866-YO-ROVER, 866-967-6837. I'm going to give you a pair of tickets to see Adam Sandler coming to Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse Wednesday, April 19th. You can get the tickets and info at rocketmortgagefieldhouse.com. But if you're caller 30 right now, 866-YO-ROVER, I will give you those Adam Sandler tickets Good luck to you. We will be back live tomorrow morning. Have a great day. It's Rover's Morning Glory. Bye. Bye. Bye.